This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode 114 of Celtic Rumors TV, the Balls and Bobber podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. You can check out all the links to the podcast, including our phone page, www.celticbrewers.co.uk, in the description below. Uh, hopefully, uh, Terence, if he's on the live chat, uh, might be joining us tonight, but we'll say that by, by year. Uh, on tonight's show, uh, we look at today's match reaction to the victory against Dundee United. We look at the strength and depth in the squad. We'll also do a look ahead to Livingston at home on the Wednesday night, and we'll Finish this over a chance of wonder is the ranking and Celtic expect to do in the closing days of the window. Mostly, do I hand off to Mark for a few shots? Thanks very much, Paul. Uh, be shout out to Brian here, he's the only boy in the live chat that's talking anyway. Uh, some shouts out to the guys on the forum Tim Aloy, Richie and his family, um, Glasgow Green, Barry. I spoke to Barry during the week, he's a bit busy and that and stuff. Uh, and Alec, give Alec a shout out. Alec <coughs> listens to the podcast on his long, long haul driving jobs and that's so a big shout out to Alec. Uh, we're up to 651 subs, I think it is, Paul. It's oh. slowly but surely climbing up. If you have not subscribed, please do so. If you're listening back, it's going to please. If you're listening on like Spotify or that, the links to everything's in the Discord, but in the description box below, a link. Please get everything on it. Spotify, Discord, etc. If you do listen to us anywhere else, please go to the YouTube channel and hit us up a subscribe on that because that's one that kind of helps it grow and stuff like that. Uh, that's about me, I think, Paul, with shout-outs and that. Yep. Yeah, so said the Charlie Tyler's to take on Dundee United, the final score Dundee United, Neil Celtic 2, Andrew Stark, the line-up, Hart, Johnson, Vicar, Stark, and Taylor, McGregor, Hayase, Moy, Abada, Yasin, Kyogo, the subs, Dane, Haxadanovich, Tom, and Kyogo, Kobayashi, oh sorry, Kobayashi, uh, uh, O'Reilly, Iwasa, uh, O, and me, I, I couldn't even, didn't even realise what O was, did I? Spent it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's where we got mixed up, like, it's like, what's O-H? It was like, O'Reilly, Iwasa, goals from Yase, and my from the penalty spots, the start for the game was possession, 27 to Dundee United, 73 to Celtic, their shots, 4 to all 18, shots and target, 2 to all 6, corners 1, 3, foul 7 to all 12. Firstly, I just talk about the game, the, the first half, a bit sluggish at the start, but again, the Celtic seemed to get into the rhythm, didn't they? I thought, I thought Dundee United were really poor, but Paul, I don't think... They didn't turn up the day to play football, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I know it was the, the kids say, oh, playing with three at the back, but I was five at the back, you were playing with the day, do you know what I mean? So, it wasn't three at the back at all, no. No. 
so it's just it was a bit scrappy at first, but I don't. I, there was never really any doubt. I thought I don't think that Celtic would get a goal and was going to win it, but we played. We we played well. I thought. Do you know what I mean? And we could have done with an earlier goal. It seems to be the old, the same old, same old. Paul, if we don't get an early goal, we kind of no struggle, but we we lost our rhythm a wee bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously we're going to have to talk about VAR once again in a wee minute. But I thought Celtic played well. We could have had a, we could have scored more goals. We we should have scored more goals. I thought Kyogo. I thought I think the one right at the start with Kyogo. I think I think that was a really poor effort for Kyogo. I could have done a lot better with that. Maybe it was just because it was so early in the game. I don't know. I, I think he could have done a lot better than that. But you know, Mark, like Personally, Paul, I think I mean I kind of got it. 
it's not as, as if Mark Hibbardin or Timon formed themselves. They're struggling as well, eighteen. Aye. You know what I mean? And for them, like fifteen Hamburg Aberdeen, six nil is just beat beat so to them. It's just it's see really Paul, it's just consistency with these teams that are chasing chasing us. See like as I say that see if Aberdeen could find some consistency, they would they would be able to I realistically honestly believe that they would be capable of challenging Rangers for second place. Mm-hmm. I really did. There's no reason that they shouldn't be. Do you know? Just just even because, I mean, they're garbage. They're, I still can't believe he didn't beat them in that last game, Paul. I mean, they're look at Rangers were playing Aberdeen the other week. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. then they go and lose to Darvo and then go and get pumped six nothing off the Hibs. And yet they nearly beat they nearly beat them they nearly beat them the other week. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a kind of consistency uh, that these teams need to, because there's too many teams, Paul. And it's like Aberdeen would be, or maybe they well, their their hubs of not beat Aberdeen six nothing. I don't know who they're playing next week. They'll maybe beat whoever that is. But then the next time they'll lose they'll, lo- they'll lose to somebody somebody they don't know. That's just me, I just have to open the wee bit for a fight. They'll win they'll win a couple of games and then they'll lose lose a silly game. Do you know what I mean? They'll lose a silly yeah. game. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing that that's what's wrong with there doesn't these teams below us only building up any kind of consistency. But it was like you said, Mark, like Dear the last on the last podcast I did with you there during the week we said not only did Rangers not progress in the 10 years but the teams around them didn't either when Rangers weren't in that league Do you know, no. when Rangers were down in the top to fourth tier and all those four years they were away like that was a chance for Aberdeen and that then like to, to grab the bully and exactly. spend it wisely do you know what I mean but they didn't spend it wisely do they? they never really invested in their squad did you? Well imagine even the, like they were talking about even even like their youth set up or that, even investing in that Paul, the amount of time that Rangers were doing in the lower leagues, they'd have had a, some of the youngsters coming through. We're talking for mm-hmm. four or four, do you know what I mean? And then a, in the years that Rangers are only there claiming second place every year for well, Europe. I mean that's a, that's one of the biggest embarrassments as well. And to every time all these teams get into Europe, they've never I mean they get to mm-hmm. Irish teams, they get to separate teams and stuff like that. Paul, Brian asking Paul if you're waxing your legs. I know, yeah, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's just, they, it's as if they're scared to go and actually grab the bull by the horns and try and make something of themselves. Mm-hmm. As if they're mm-hmm. oh, we, we better know in case we upset the apple cart. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, back to our game, uh, the goal from Yasa. I mean, how he got that in, Mark? That header. Aye. From that angle. Like, was this. I don't know what kind of cross it was really, but Jesus, Mark, it was some cross from the wasn't this? Well, it, took the, it took the keeper and the defence out of the game the way that cross came in. Like, my, Mark, for, for some of us like, who had our doubts, we were going, like, why did we sign him? He's proven us all wrong, ain't he? Aye, aye. He's definitely stepped up to the plate while O'Reilly's off, off the boil mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, some, it, was, it was some cross, and the angle for the header was a uh, different class. I thought you ought to, to terrorise them the day. I thought Yasha was brilliant, Mark. In terms of the flicks he was doing, the running he was doing, he was, you know, like we, we should have been, well, the Kyogo, 
instant before that Mark Diasa goal or after us? Before, weren't this? Aye, the other one was before that, aye. <laughs> What's your thought? For, for the penalty, no, the penalty yeah. one. No, that was after the goal, wasn't it? Perfect. First it was Robson gave us and then Vera called us and then said, you've got to look at it, that they had their doubts about it. What's your thoughts on that penalty, Mark? I think it was a penalty. I really mm-hmm. do. And again, Paul, I keep going back to why, why, why is there this weight for the ref to go and look at the VAR screen? Mm-hmm. If, if there's a VAR call, as soon as VAR's getting involved, the ref should be going out of the screen. Mm-hmm. It's just wasting time. It's just constant. It's just wasting time and making it look, making us look even more stupid with the system that we seem to be using VAR way. Yeah, yeah. Like my thoughts is Mark, like the keeper's hand is on top of Criola for him to get leverage. You know I mean? he, he hit him with one horn and then yeah. hit the ball with the other one. Yeah, exactly. But see, yeah. as well, Paul, I'd need to look at it back, but, uh, but we know if it's a shout for handball, that as well. <laughs> when, the ball, the, when the keepers put the ball, it's, it's hot after Dundee United players there. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I, think, I think it has, but one of the angles, it looks as if it has one of them. I'm not sure if it's his chest or no. Mm-hmm. And even the boy, uh, the boy, sorry, the, the boy, uh, penalty mark. Like, why wasn't that player given a second? Uh, that's another thing as well. Like, well I know. It, was a, it, it was a it was a clear intent to hand the ball. Like, if, it, if it's clear and intent, that's the yellow card. So that's been a red card. So like, it's, like, is this bad referee mark or is it just consistency? I I I actually don't know what to make for that anymore. To be honest, I'm the same, Paul. I mean, I I was never one that bought anything. The big conspiracy stuff and all that, but I just I always I always believe if if you're a Rangers supporter or a Celtic supporter or whatever, you you subconsciously favour them, whether you mm-hmm. whether you do you know what I mean, whether you're intentionally cheating or no, subconsciously you maybe no see something that you should see, just your mind you go do you know what I mean? It's in your body that that's as a team you support. Uh, so I never kind of really bought into it to that extent, but that's far making me really wonder about it. It really is. It's just. But then, like, absolutely. But consistency, like you see, really caught him. Then yes, there are two identical tackles, Ryan Jack and Ting, and there's no red card in for Jack. I know. That was a scandalous tackle. That. Yeah. That was scandalous. You know that. Those. Hill, 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 Nice to see you, mate. They're leg breakers, like you know, and then, aye, and, then and then and then it's it's no red card in for Jack, like so. I I honestly think. And the, the back ball, see these people that kind of have been on about this, they always right, and this this is becoming more and more true as well, Paul. Say to yourself, would that have get gave against? Do you get what I mean? See if that had been a, 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 a St. Johnson player tackling Jack like that. We've had cards. Aye, exactly. Well, my problem is now, Mark, with Willie Coleman, this was, I was thinking, the last couple of days. Do you remember when Stephen Gerrard was there? They wrote this lesser A point thing complaining about Willie Cullen Willie ref their games. And he never got a ref, referee a Rangers game again that season Aye. and for a long time. And since he's got one, he's, he's inclined to give any decisions really against Rangers. I think in fair that he won't get a Rangers game again. It may be. You know, it may that, be. That's what I'm thinking, Mark. Because you know, he, he got the last derby and he wasn't inclined to give any decisions against Rangers in the last derby either. And I'm thinking this is why he's not giving those decisions against them, because he won't get to beat games. You know? I mean, 
Uh, uh, the Earth Sky took that on the day, Paul, for a big kind of showpiece game because mm-hmm. it was the English team and that. What do you think English fans sitting watching that were thinking that today? Just in general, Paul, even mm-hmm. the, the, pe- the actual farce of the penalty, the, 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 or the, we'll stand here for three minutes, just waiting for, just stand about waiting and then, then decide to go and look at a screen. Do that way that long down in down in the south, like do you know what I mean for that? Unless no. it's in the, unless it's a really, really serious tackle mark that can be But decisions like that, they're not, like, you know what I mean? And I think you should just get shot at it. You know? I, I just just I think I think you should just do away with it. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's actually it's a hindrance rather than helping the game, Paul. Unless they're going to change the way that it's run, they'd be as well just getting shot at it right away. Well, do, you know you the, said, do you know, that, do you know that Celtic, Celtic, it's the clubs that pay for that. Mm-hmm. Celtic, Celtic pay the most money out of every club in Scotland towards VAR. 22,000, And it's just bitching as every, uh, every turn. I mean, you've seen, you seen even Angie's face at that panel. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. smiled and shook his head to say as if I wasn't really expecting to get that in. I mean, it's that complete farce, so it is. You, know, you, you, you can see right now, Mark, that Ange is actually really getting pissed off with these decisions going against us. You can see it's getting to him, like, you know what I mean? You know, aye, what you said there with the comment on to him, like, you know, you can see it's really, really getting to him. You know? It's, it's just, Paul, it's not, and as, as we keep saying, we can't we talk about it every week. It's no sewer grapes. Do you know what I mean? Because even like the one last week with Mick, that we shouldn't have got that penalty. So that mm-hmm. even it's even that that's what Celtic should be doing. No Celtic, just clubs. The clubs themselves should be saying. But Celtic should be saying right. We're we not happy with Barbo. And the interest of fairness, we'll put to say we didn't think that was a penalty for for us. Do you get what I mean? In this, mm-hmm. that would that would put them right in their back foot right away. If you're saying mm-hmm. you give us if you give us a penalty that we shouldn't have had, we'll, we'll, we'll take it. But we should also be the laws of the game that shouldn't have been a penalty. So again, you're no one there with sour grapes. They're just highlighting times that this is just isn't doing the job that it's expected today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, there was the my put it, but then there was a the few changes. Mark all came on to make his debut for Fuki. He looks a bit of a unit, Mark, doesn't he? He looks like uh, a player that gets stuck in. He's not afraid to get stuck in. Uh, he's a big bit of a boy, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I think the Celtic fans could have came up with a better song from down instead of singing. <laughs> you know, how long did it take him to come up with that? In fairness, like of all the songs, <laughs> of all the songs you could made up about all in it, and he comes up with that, like Jesus Aye, Christ, give give him time over something better than that. I'm sure. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they want that. You know, but get, he does. Get, get, get Welsh on the case. Get a bottle of buck in Welsh, and he'll come up with something better than that. You know. I think Mark, he could be a big unit for us. He looks, he, well, someone said in the live chat, I think it was Kev said, he even looks bigger than Gigi when Gigi was there. It's Gio. Aye. So he looks like a unit, you know? But Mark, my problem here, though, was something that we had with G. Camarcus, like, and think, you know, if all oh, turns out to be the striker that G. Camarcus and he starts scoring goals, like, is he going to be playing second fiddle to Kyogre no matter what? Do you know what I mean? I, I think so. You know, I think so. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Well, your mix, your mix, a wee bit funny there, Paul. You there? 
Yeah, yeah, can you hear me now? Oh, oh, aye, aye. I think that'll be a bit funny there. Thank you. But I think, but I think, I think you know, I think you know that, but Paul. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 know that. Oh, we'll know that. Do you know what I'm saying? He's not going to that for no even. Well, he's going to be just kind of learning his trade. Aye, learning his trade kind of thing. But I was, aye, it does even see when you see stuff on YouTube, and I know that's easy to edit and that, but I I'm, I think he could be a really good player for us. Mm, definitely. It's definitely. Easy, I mean, I've, I've said, I thought Big Gio was our best like, out-and-out striker. It's, I mean, many first-touch goals did he score when he first came in and that. But I think this big boy, oh, I think he's got a bit more of his game than, than Gio Camacho. Yeah, think. he seems like, what I said, I've been looking at him now, he seems like a lot of his goals can be outside the box as well. Like, you know, he, he's not afraid to take a shot, is he? You know? just, uh, he seems to be that kind of player that will have a dig for quite a side area, quite deadly inside area. What, 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 what about the cross at the end of the game? Well, Jesus, it was a shot from hit by me. That was some cross. Really, really was. It was some cross. So, nine points, Claire Mark. Like, I don't think it was ever in doubt today, Mark, after Celtic got the first goal, but it keeps the pressure on and one thing I noticed today, Mark, was our strength in depth. Uh, with, with the bench there, our bench today looked very, very strong, didn't it? Aye. I mean, apart yeah. from being, apart from being mm-hmm. into you, really, you, it was, it was, it was quite, quite frightening if you're an opposition player and you're seeing a bench like that. Well, I don't see that Mark must be actually worse than we actually thought. Since well, he, was, he was meant to be back today, Paul, mm-hmm. so it must mm-hmm. maybe just... I mean, it's just not quite ready, but I don't think it's any ending that to that serious. Mm-hmm. You know, like you looking at it there, you have Bain, Haxabanovic, Tomlin, Kobayashi, or Rwasa, O'Reilly, Mida. You could have brought any one of them on, they would have changed that game for you. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the rhythm keeps the same, Mark, don't this? Aye. You know, really, really does. Like it, and the amount of subs you're allowed to make, that really helps Celtic as well. Because did you we, see, have get, we have got that strong a squad. Did you see um, after the five subs were made, Arasa and uh, she was still warming up? Aye. Down behind the goal. Jesus, they <laughs> mustn't understand the rules of Scottish football or something. Or they were waiting to clean up the dressing room or something. Like <laughs> Try to keep a bit of heat in herself. You know, I never realised actually how small uh, Dundee United's pitch is. When, when when we were taking the corners there and, and the players were kind of warming up, there's not much space there actually, Mark, between the for for taking the corners. There was when, when I know no. I was taking the corners. It's very very small pitches. Just the stands are just like right next to the mm-hmm. right next right on top of you kind of thing. If you're a player, you're right next to the fans and that. What did you think of Dundee United's pitch there actually, Mark? Better than ours. Aye aye. Yeah, really. It wouldn't, like it. It wouldn't be hard, would it? Mm-hmm. it really well, I saw, where was it? There was some sort of Twitter, and he said, Arsenal, Manchester United, Chelsea, Spurs, does uh, Leeds United, he said. He named out a few teams, Mark, that have the same grass as Celtic, done by the same crowd that did Celtics. And he said, if you looked at this, the difference in pitches over the weekend games, Compared to Celtic games, it's 
it tonight in Derry. He's, he was saying that the name of God is going on with Celtics pitch. You know, Aye. I don't Aye. know. Aye. It, it seems to be gone from day one, don't this? You know, it never. Uh, it's never really. It's never really been right, isn't it? No, for the very, mm. for, the, for the get fitter. You know, it was only a couple of week, months or weeks even after we got it fitted, Brendan Rodgers came out and said it was diseased. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's no help Angie's, Angie's style of play, Paul, so it's got to be something. I know they're going to be trying to get it, but I don't know how they're going to get it fixed in time for Wednesday's this game, but that's what they were, trying, they were working on it. But mm-hmm. it's got to be something they've got to seriously, seriously look at in the summer. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you mind as well, was there no something we only get we only get, but wasn't it we only get, we only get half of it done or something? Was it no we only get like the first part of it done? Yes. You know that we're talking about it. We only get the first part of it done during the summer, and then did we do the second part or something maybe during the winter break? Mm-hmm. That came into my head there, Paul. So maybe maybe we've made an arse at doing that. Do you know what I mean? Doing do, doing it half and half, like uh, doing like doing it in two stages. Yeah, because it only looks kind of down by the Green Brigade side that it looks bad. The other side actually looks it's, it's not too bad, really. Do you know what I mean? Oh you no, she up she up the other end, Paul. She were mm-hmm. the subs. She were the subs. Uh, that bad as well, is it? Oh, she last she last week. I seen it. On, I know it's on the telly, Paul. There was just, it was just mud. It was just mud. Oh, it's, it's, it's definitely, I mean, it's the, <coughs> it's the kind of thing, Paul, that managers like Angie and that look at. So it is something, all the Angie's come out and said, it's no right, sir. I do I expect something, some work to get done on, serious work to get done on that during the summer mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to repair it or replace it or anything, anything to improve it. Mm-hmm. Is Terence coming on there or is he... Uh, I'll fire that link out and see if he's... Since he's on the live chat there. He'll be a tired man after a week <laughs> a dirty weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my stomach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think he would be him. It was Dempsey's wedding anniversary. And him and his missus were away for a weekend, so happy anniversary to yeah, as, 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 as Wendy says, uh, said becomes first. Jesus Christ. You know, right, yeah. Apologies. 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 You, you, we all expect Celtic to win this ball. It's a way where you, where you might worry. You know, we're generally in the SPL, the top two. That's where they look like they might drop points. We're going to drop them far against each other. And you know, it's very, very. Well, what I saw of it, I didn't see obviously all the game boys, but I saw a good bit of it. I literally came in and it, the goal was scored. So, yeah, look, they were well on top. Dundee, uh, Dundee United, as I seen like Michael was saying in the in the in the post there, like they don't. They're they're not some of these teams at home are like they are embarrassing because they're not even trying to play football against us. Mm-hmm. I know someone might argue the point that it's hard to do it, but you're at home. You should surely you know try and muster something. You yeah, know I mean the, the fans the fans yeah. expect the fans the fans the Dundee United fans are guys going to work all week to pay for their season tickets and they're turning around and having fans have been through the, through the horrors this year as well. They make it. I think they're a very good side. They press very hard. They press very well. They work really hard. 
but that you know you have to you have to take I don't say chances, but you have to be courageous in your decisions and, and say you have to kind of press Celtic as well. If you leave Celtic have the ball all day, they'll like don't you neither lucky it was only two. Mm-hmm. You know? Evening, Mac. Evening, Mac. Nice to see you in again, Mac. Nice to see you, bud. It's like, what well, to there, Mark? Like, the, the, the scoreline really didn't reflect the game. Like, it could have been a lot more. You know, their keeper made a few stairs and we missed a few chances, but it, it really could have been another thump and far for Dundee United today. And it probably should have been, Paul. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really, we made, enough, we made enough good chances that we should have got yeah, a couple more at least, but. It's just when it's, it's turn of season, Mikey. Mikey says it's just it's horrible to try and well, it's horrible to watch when you're trying to break these teams down because you think well we always say if we can get an early goal they need to come at us but I don't even think Dundee United would have, would have done that today. They still they still don't they still don't Mac neither they just don't and it's 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 like I mean you know for for teams like that like there's no. They, you're it's there. You're the, trying to you, anyone trying to defend it is trying to defend the indefensible because they just don't want to play. You know they just don't want to play, and it's it's awful to watch if you're if you're watching the match for starters because you know in your heart to heart as we have always said and like you said there, Mark, or oh, get the early goal and they'll they'll have to try and come out and 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 go for it. You nearly think some of these teams are going well if we lose two nil or three nil we'll accept it. You know, we'll accept we'll accept the two nil loss to Celtic. No one expects us to win anyway, but we won't get. We don't want to get another nine nil thumping or lose five nil or six nil. They just they just feel like themselves. Okay, we conceded one. Let's just keep shutting up shop. Let's try and make it as often as possible. And concede we concede two. Fair enough, and we're happy enough with a two nil defeat. That's that's the way it comes across. Uh, I, think, I believe that. Terence, I do believe that. Not the question you asked there. The question you asked there when we were talking about Barry, you said, "What would Don so think?" Watching Celtic and they've been in the prime slot for TV. But so, flip on the other side, what we've done so think, Mark, watching the standard of football by Dundee United uh, against Celtic. You don't really see that, don't you? don't really see the bottom teams, Mark, down in the Premier League, 11 men behind the ball. Like, they try to have a goal, do you get me? Like 
side of your market just said there when it comes to negotiating pay deals and or television rights and all that. It's, it's very hard to say oh we we have a top product because you don't you have they have they have two two sides said the Rangers and, 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 and the rest are just you know, the rest are are without trying to be rude or no or like. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you do you think like I mean I don't really watch, I don't watch much of the public at all, you know what I mean? But do you think like neutral fans like doing in England or that would say oh they're they're say there's there's what you're seeing terms but like see if Man U's playing West Ham, there's there's neutral fans that'll tune in to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think there's neutral fans tuning in to Celtic? No. Uh, do you know what I mean? As in as in to the extent I don't mean getting up and it's a half twelve. I mean, if you're doing in England and there's a game on at half twelve, you've got to stick it on. If it's a Celtic or Rangers game, you've just got to stick it on anyway. If you're a football fan, but I can't imagine there's many saying, "Oh, they're Celtic." I mean, we're on we're on at twelve o'clock next week. Do you know what I mean? Or they're Celtic yeah. on at twelve o'clock. I'll get I'll get up and get ready for that. That's what I'm saying. They don't have that draw, Mark. They don't have that draw. Neither of the two sides have that draw, Baron. You're a supporter of them, of Celtic or Rangers. They don't. You don't have the draw. Whereas I, whereas I, as I said, I know lads at work that are football fans of United or whatever. But if Liverpool were playing Arsenal, for example, which is a big game, or Liverpool were playing again one of the smaller sides, they'd watch it. Right. They would. They wouldn't watch. They wouldn't watch Celtic and Dundee United. Like they'd be like, oh, well, they might say, I watched twenty minutes of it. Man, it was rubbish, and that's all they'd say. <laughs> you know that that's that's the general consensus I always get from lads at work. They'd be like. They'd be like, man, man, they're brutal, or this, that crowd are brutal. And I had this discussion in work actually the other day. Fellas were saying to me, if Celtic were, if Celtic and Rangers were in the Premier League, and they were all like, they wouldn't even be in the Premier League. They said they'd struggle in the Championship. This was the general chat of work I had with guys. They were saying they wouldn't, they'd be struggling in the Championship, and I obviously disagreed with them. But my point to them was, if Celtic was in the Premier League, I said, how many of those Celtic players would actually be on the Celtic team? Aye, exactly. Because all because all of a sudden I said, I said with the greatest respect, all of a sudden Celtic could have 150, 200 million to spend on players, not 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 30 million. I said it's the same way as a same way as a Brighton, the same way as Brentford, the same way as all these other teams. They if they didn't have all the money that they get from the in the Premier League, they wouldn't be able to buy these players for 10 million, 20 million, 15 million. I said so. Majority of those Celtic players, I said, are one or two, wouldn't even be in the Celtic team if they were in the Premier League. I said. We'd be in a brilliant position if we independently because you look at the size of the stadiums, the second biggest are Old Trafford in, in, in league four. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. financial fair play and our revenue coming in there. Especially uh, if you'd be able to attract men. If we did yeah, get any that Premier League, like Paul, we could sit we could finish off the stadium. Exactly. Right. Don't, yeah. I'm not I'm not I don't want us to join the, I, I I've said that for years, I don't particularly want us to join the like you didn't move to England. If there was going to be like a Super League thing across Europe, I'd, be, I'd fancy Celtic to get in. I'd want them to be part of that. I really would. Mm. We've, got to, we've got to keep ourselves involved at that kind of top level terms, whatever we can. Oh, yeah. So if there but was I... anything like that, but for me, Celtic, I mean, everybody, but it's people going, it's like there's certain <laughs> teams in the world that have a kind of romanticism about them. Celtic's yeah. one of them because of the history we've got, and it's like, it's like Man United. Man, I mean, Man United's got a lot of love over the world simply because it's a Munich disaster. But mm. I was when Man, Manchester United came like a world kind of known thing, and people, well, 
people is it's sympathy for them and started supporting them during their kind of times and that. And Celtic for me would be one of, if we were mixing it with these teams and getting the same the same money as them, Celtic would be more than capable of holding their own against any of the big teams in the world. I mean, I'm oh. even I'm even saying your Real Madrid's and your Barcelona's and teams like that. I'm totally no doubt about it. When when you're looking at when you're looking at players, Mark, and you're going if Celtic per se were in the Premier League or when it were in a big European League kind of style thing and it was big money. Like like players didn't move to Manchester City because it was Manchester City. No, players moved to Manchester City because because they're getting paid two hundred thousand a week. And Manchester City can afford to pay two hundred thousand a week. And you'll see that you'll see the same in in probably the next six, seven, eight months where you'll have that in Newcastle. Aye, mm-hmm. aye. You know, and 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 well, Paul, you're bringing you're bringing you're bringing any standard of player, Paul, a higher standard of player. One, if you're playing in, in Champions League, I agree with that. But once you can pay the money, once you can pay the money, like Rabinho is a prime example of that. Rabinho didn't know whether he thought he was signing for Man United, and it was Man City. That was the running joke. That was the running joke, like. Celtic podcast move on says well gee, you're the one who put up oh, me and joined Aberdeen and Barry Robson's assistant manager there in the live chat. I must say as well before I go back to a point just before you just before you were talking about Celtic's pitch I heard it just before mm-hmm. you went and it's it, it, it is atrocious it's mm-hmm. it's shockingly bad but from my experience working where I worked before in the golf course for Celtic to try and lay a pitch in the winter months is beyond oh, exactly, Karen, yeah, because I remember here uh, when we were getting the, the home stuff done, we, we, we laid the grass, but we were getting the walks done kind of January. And they said, yeah. they're not going to lay the grass now. They'll come back in May. March. They March. Did. No, March normally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because not to get into too technical in the side of it, but for most cases, obviously for the for the, the, the seed to grow, and they know they put down sod, so for the soils to, to knit generally, it has to be six degrees in the ground in the ground in the soil temperature and normally eight degrees for the grass to grow. So so for that to occur did you need to do that right and and I, I find it amazing to believe that Celtic haven't looked at it and I, I know they done the three D thing where they were kind of putting this plastic putting this plastic yoke and, and I, I find it amazing to believe that Celtic haven't looked at it. Remember me, Thomas, and the wee button. Shut the shut the YouTube screen. Shut the YouTube screen. Oh no, that's you. That's all right now, bud. Aye, I'm going to tell you. I'm up on that side. <laughs> well, right, bud. Nice to join. Nice for you to join us. Aye, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm good, bud. I'm good. Good, good, good. Did you go to the game today, Welch? No, I watched the whole. No, no, no. Stupid four o'clock kickoffs. No good. Mm. You you actually haven't been up in a while, have you? You've been working. The, the last couple of weekends, haven't you? You haven't been. I was up a couple of weeks ago. What was I? Fuck's sake, I can't even remember what games I go to. Uh, 
the one for the cups, the one for the cup semi. You were last up, was, was it? No? You, you were there as well, Mark. That was that one. Okay, was that Mark? Mate? Yeah, you were there. Jesus Christ, Mark, they're throwing these first games of the season. And you don't even remember the game. I've got to mention your games in Welsh. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's right. You're just trying to get a cup final ticket, aren't you? <laughs> I've got one. I was at a semi-final. I've got one. Aye, that, that, that made me laugh at this. <laughs> How I'm hard did it be to get final tickets, actually? How hard is it? Oh, it's only been a nightmare. Aye. Even if you're off-season, take it to London, like it's still a nightmare. It makes no difference. It's, uh, you've got your home ticket cup scheme, people get tickets. But it's, it's corporate. Corporate are just going to swallow the lot. They'll take, they'll take some 18 to 20,000 tickets. So, makes, so whereas, I mean, just me, I took, what did I take, 12 for the semi? Yeah. I'm lucky if I get one or two for the final. Jeez. I bet she if it wasn't the same, we were playing well, she'd be plenty, wouldn't there? Oh, that's it. I mean, I took 12 because that's what I was asked for. I could have got 20 or 30. It was like, you know, there was, there was plenty knocking about. Could have got what we wanted. But, you know, finals are a different different breed. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I was, I, I was going to take... I, me and Steph were talking about it walking down to the ground. And some, he'd said it was about £150, and that, but that was you. You get your ticket and they still take part for a meal and a couple of I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been offered them a few times. A couple of... Hey, I bought them once for 150 quid. You get a meal at Celtic Park, take you up on the bus and that, but I never bothered with that. I just went straight to the game. Aye, I <laughs> see that steaming. But they want to put on a pound for these. Ah, but there's not been announced yet, but the boy, that, boy that I normally speak to, he normally goes back, he's offers you a table, he offers you tickets, whatever it might be, but they're, they're not cheap. They're not cheap. See, I, 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 I said I would, I would have paid 150 pounds for me and 150 pounds for Jack just to carry a final and do the. No, I mean, if you do the whole, 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 you do the whole, you do uh, team under Ange Postecoglou. Brilliant. Best I've seen in a long, long time. I thought Rogers' team was good, but this team's much better. Much mm-hmm. better. It's, 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 it's the way we're going to change. We've got so many options on the bench. We've got, you know, and everybody comes in and plays the same way. And it's, it's you can't even pick, you'll pick your best 11 who you think personally, but you'll never pick the start 11. No, I don't think he has a best start eleven. I don't think he wants the best start eleven. I think he just wants everybody to be the top of their game, and it's it's whoever's you know performing or training or whatever it might be. Because it's position for position, he, he he won't change the way he plays. He plays the same way all the time, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's when well, he came out. Uh, he he came out this week in an interview, and he said. Um, Arasa gives him different dimensions within formation of his squad. You know, could, could, could we see... Seven. When I'm looking at maybe what that's we spoke about, Terry. Jack, Jack Welsh. <laughs> 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 would, would he be looking at maybe going into York, Mark, with two central midfielders in there? With Sawasa, maybe that's what he's thinking there? No, I'm with Welsh. I don't think he's got to change it, Paul. He mm-hmm. won't change it. He, did you hear what he said the other day that he was talking
moving Carmack forward, which is what we've been saying ourselves for a long time. That Carmack sort of just reverted into that role to Scott Brown left. But Awat is going to, I think Awat is going to be a big part this last last part of the season. Mm-hmm. You know what we've seen in the rise and what we hear about him. Can be looking forward to big things in terms, wouldn't you? You would, Paul, because I said all the signs that were given, the reports from when he was coming over, they were all raving about him. I mean, he was obviously player of the season over there. Um, you know, a good player, good ball player, good tackler. Every, everything that, as, as Wenchy has said, that we've all been crying out for to give Cal Mack, push him up further up and, and then, you know, give this guy a run in that position and see what he's like. Because as Mark has repeated on here a million and one times, if you go into Champions League with Callum McGregor in the holding role, you're in a world of trouble. And that's no disrespect when the Callum McGregor, as a footballer, he's superb. But in that particular role, he struggles. He struggles in Europe anyway. But you know? also, the, the best thing, Mark, about this time in Owasa is that look, we saw there now today, Callum Mack made his 400 league appearance. But in those 400, Mark, he played nearly 56 games a season. Now we have, a, this time could actually progress Callum Mack's career. Because Aye. we could actually rest Callum Mack, you get me? I don't, I don't think, I think McGregor's got the kind of Scott Brown about him when it comes to that, Paul. I don't think McGregor would accept being dropped unless he, he maybe... No. No. Other, other, other uh, players not being dropped, I'm saying, like rested. Do you know what I mean? I mean like, even, no, even at that, Paul, I don't think McGregor would Does want to be that type of player like this, yeah? I think he's the type of, like, if, he, if he's fit, he'll be in that park. I think Come he's that type of player. Mm-hmm. You know, I think as well, though, when you look at the signings, uh, and they buy bit part players. I know people have got different roles and they play different times and stuff like that. But everybody he buys is to play a part. Mhm. Oh, definitely. Uh, they can play multiple positions. Is that Max? So, I mean, you talked about there the last couple of weeks. Yeah. You know? But it's not even. Well, she's saying there as well. It's well, no, we don't seem to buy squad players. No, no. No, they all starters. They're nearly uh, all technical. You uh, could start them all, like, and you wouldn't look out of place any of them, like. Uh, you know, replacing like like if you looked at the subs as you're talking there, like look at the subs that came on there, like O'Reilly, Maeda, you know, there are guys just coming on and even the the new the new centre forward came on, he looks good when he was on. But the the team the team doesn't and sometimes when you get games and you bring on subs, there's a bit of a dull, there's a dip in the game. It doesn't occur and it's nearly like in a lot of cases it's nearly like for like and everything stays the same and it, and you know, you could have he could have a game during the week and you could have uh, Iwate, O'Reilly and Hatate starting. Or more, you know what I mean? And he could bring on, he could just change. It's just his changes he has, they're so strong. And they literally, you know, it's for me, it's so much like for like in a lot of cases. You know what I mean? Taking off Jada, taking off Moy today, they were, who was excellent from what I saw of it. And then bringing on O'Reilly and these other guys, my head, just, it must be frightening for an opposition to, sort of, to look at the sideline and go, oh my God, look what's coming on. Like, I would, I would say Turnbull's the only player that he didn't count as a starter and he was in his signing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, don't, he's start, don't, don't, start, don't start Pablo. After, no, but he's, but he's, he's getting playing play time. I just, I, don't, I don't see... I, if you look at the whole squad, I look at it and I think he will start at any one time with all them players. But I think Turnbull's the one. Unless it's a cup game like last week. But in a, in a meaningful game, he's not playing Turnbull. If I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You're not going to see him drop... Hayase in the derby for Tobin, Mark, are you? No, that was, the point I was, that was the point I was making. All yeah. the other signings are his signings. Yeah. 
Maybe, maybe, maybe what Welsh is, what Welsh is talking about there. Maybe he's not going to, maybe it wasn't the end of the day with the formation or the way they played. It was actually the day just maybe personnel. Maybe what we're saying, a, a real CDM, a C, mm-hmm. real CDM in there would have made all the difference, maybe Welsh, isn't it? Nah, you, you can't legislate for a player making a mistake. It doesn't mean information's not work. I mean, you, you look you look at us in Europe this year, but Real Madrid, first 25, 30 minutes, absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant against them. I know, right, the lost three and a half, but we were brilliant. You know, we, we, played, we played great over in Madrid. We had our moments. Leipzig, we, we got picked off by a better side. Right. But, but mm-hmm. and, and that's the fact, is the better side. Let's not get away from that. But it's what? all about the learning process. And you look at the teams with the, the players in here. You've got Matt O'Reilly, who was playing for Milton, MK Dons. You've got Kyogo, who's come in. You've uh, Hatati, who's 23. You know, we've built on this. But but the only thing I would say about you, it's a very fair point, but do you not think that at times in the Champions League in particular, that Celtic, in the sense of what Ange was doing at times, was very naive? In the sense that, uh, I've said here loads of times, the reason that the players are playing with Leipzig and the reason the players are playing with Real Madrid is that they're better players than Celtic players. No, but, you, but the formation shouldn't change. The way you want to play football doesn't change. If you, if you can't go from playing a certain way in league games, league games, league games, and you say, right, we're going to play 10 men behind the ball here and see if No, no I, I'm definitely not saying to play 10 men behind the ball for any stretch of imagination. But I'm just saying, in, 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 in Europe, a lot of cases, it can be a little bit role reverse where Celtic won't have as much ball, clearly, as I they think, do with the SPL. I think we'll be much better next season purely because of last season. Well, this, you know, this season... And I think that's what he's trying to get into them. These boys are young. Play your football the way you should play. You can't legislate for somebody being better than you or for, for making mistakes. Oh, no, I'm not legislating that, but I'm saying if you look at the, the better sides in, in the Champions League, they all play with a, a genuine holding midfielder. Celtic didn't. But you can, you can, I'm not disagreeing with you there, Terence. You, you, yeah. you, you can change the formation. Look at Spain at the World Cup. Spain at the World Cup played the same way we play. And they never changed anything at all. And for the 93rd minute, they were still playing the same way when they won the hundred. That doesn't win games. But yeah. I think it's just... Once a manager's got it in his, in his mindset, that's how we're playing, that's how we're playing. Yeah. Well, I don't, it's, not, it's not necessarily changing how we play. It's just, for me, I would have just thought to be a little bit more practical. in, in Pragmatic. In, pragmatic. Yeah. yeah, in the sense that maybe you might play... Two fellas holding rather than rather than just the one. That's all I mean. The rest of it can still 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 at the winger, still at the centre forward, still at the, the number ten going forward. But maybe just have a little bit more cover because when we play the inverted fullbacks, we should have plenty of guys going forward anyway. But what what I felt what was happening, especially in Champions League, is we got out, we got caught rotten so many times that with balls were played through, and there was times it was only Starfelt and Vickers covered. And the the the, the next goal, no, your man's fantastic. I'm not. Again, comparing, but Celtic were caught rotten for that goal, you know, in the in the, the next goal, and even one or once or twice against Madrid, yeah, they, they were they were caught rotten. I know there's I know there's a huge difference in in caliber and, and talent to player. Don't get me wrong, but that's all I mean. I just thought if Celtic were maybe were a little bit more pragmatic and played maybe two two fellas holding, it might have given a little bit more cover. That's all I have thought. Definitely not change the way they said to play, but maybe just be a little bit more. No, Lenin-esque. Lenin-esque. Yeah, we're not even so much about this. A bit more clever. No, but I mean, it's fair to do. I mean, that is the kind of thing. I mean, you can't argue with Lenin beating Barcelona. 
Do you know what I mean? He done it, and that was what we're saying. But you know, as well, she's saying as well, some of the football we did play in Europe, and again, would things have been different if we'd had maybe a better quality striker in there? We'd look at we look at the mistakes that were made and how we got beat and stuff like that. But you've hit the nail on the head there. See if we if we take more chances, we could have mm-hmm. game to all together. Is that mm-hmm. the difference? Is that what it's like I keep saying it, Kyogo for me he misses too many chances to be an out and out striker in my opinion, right? But is that the difference and could we, could we afford to go and get a striker that's going to be that kind of he'll take the one out of two chances rather than the one out of four or one out of five Kyogo is because when you're going for these kind of strikers I mean you're talking serious serious and money ain't you and that's it everybody you look at the English Premier League they're paying 30, 40, 50, 60 million pounds to buy strikers that score five, six goals a season you know, no. you know it's the hardest thing in the world is to buy a striker that's going to score one out of two yeah, we don't know. We, we, we could have actually picked up another another German or like we don't know till we actually see it. And let's you know, not make no bones about it. Kyogo scores 10 goals that Champions League there. He's not here this season. Exactly. I try fair dues, I. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, you know, you imagine, know what I mean? Many goals, I, I don't think it's, it's never going to happen, but imagine many goals you think Dembele would have scored in this team. Oh, scary. Scary. He's fighting. He's fighting. He would, I think, I'd say he was like maybe that he'd be the kind of striker. That he could, he would have made a real big, massive, massive difference to this team. Well, if you got to talk about ex strikers, but go as far as Gary Hooper, how many would he score in this team? Gary Hooper would love the chances we're creating. These balls Aye. in around the six yard box, Mark, he's the type of striker that would live off them. Do you know what I mean? Aye. But we, but we had the same problem in the in the SPL, Mark, as as Celtic had in the Champions League, converting chances. You you know you put up Paul puts up stats most week and it might be for instance like eighteen shots in goal and and it might only be four of them on target. You know that and that was that was there was that was similar in in Champions League there was a bundle of chances. Yeah, sure, I think that Paul from the Champions League at the time. Yes, well, it, it, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It was there was a stat at one stage I think they had something like eighty four chances created in the Champions League and they scored two goals or three goals. So and one of them was a kind of a deflection in. So that, that was a terrible thing. Sorry, Munchie, that was a terrible thing. Confidence, though, not, 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 you know, Champions League, you, it's, it's, oh, we're playing Real Madrid. These, these are young oh, boys. So yeah, these, oh, it, it is, yeah. It is, it is massively confident. You could play a bad as a bad in the first game against Real Madrid. There was one or two chances that you know if it was in, it was against Frames like Dundee United or St. Mirren at home. He's taking a touch or two and he's probably burying it, whereas... They, they're, they're probably saying to themselves, like you're saying, oh my God, I'm playing Real Madrid. And when the ball comes, it's snapping at it and snatching at it and, you know, letting fly at it. So, you know, from that, you know, from that point of view, I, I understand where you're coming from, Wajid, that they all are very young lads and I, I, I appreciate that. But I was just going to say, it's like in the SPL, they get bundles of chances, but they, they might only convert a very small percentage of them. They still might win two or three nil, but they might have had, eight, they might have had 18 shots in goal. That's fair point. That's fair point. I think you've seen a different Kyogo uh, since the World Cup finished. You see, we're seeing a, a better player. Same with Mark. Uh, you said, Paul, that it seemed to, you thought he's kind of, he'd went down a bit with all that, mm-hmm. no going to the World Cup stuff and that. And you might be right, because, I mean, he has come out, he has come out the traps flying again. You don't think Ange takes a lot of credit for that, though, for, for sticking with him? Probably could. 
when she are giving him confidence, like when you have a striker, G Marcus knocking on the door, wanting to play, and like it's what you're saying there when she Kyogre was on just for signing. It's kind of one player I kind of want Ange to see fade. Do you get me? But you know, but when you've got one striker, when you play one, with our system, and you're going to play one striker up front, that must be hard knowing there's somebody else chatting with mm-hmm. try to get in and, oh, I've missed that chance, I'm going to miss the next game. Stuff. But well, that's what I was going to say, though. Yeah, but that's, this this is like the point I made there to Mark, there, and I will go, like, is that we signed all who looking at the teams on YouTube and stuff like that, the lack of score goals, and he has the physique about it, but if we're going back to the stage when she were Kyogre in scoring is all going to be second fiddle again. Do you get me? Ah, uh, well, uh, Kyogre's a man. Kyogre's a man. He's, mm-hmm. he's on form as well. You can't knock him down. That's what I'm saying. Stuff. Yeah, I love Team Kyogre's a great player. You don't just drop a player because they've had one bad game either. No. You have to say that, Mark. I stopped by him week in and week out. Aye, aye. I've always been in the camp that, I mean, I thought Jack Amakis should. I've had more game time because I thought Jack and Mackie was a better number nine. But, mm-hmm. you know, the st- especially after after the World Cup, the, the, stats, the stats speak for themselves. Keogh was hitting the... He's doing what he's there to do. But even O's not that striker, Mark. So he's not, he's not out and out number nine looking at him. He doesn't seem like we saw him there today. He was out in the wings and stuff like that. Like, so... You know, he could, uh, he, he could uh, actually uh, play the two of them and have Keogh go through the middle. Do you know what I mean? You know? I'm not sure. I, no, I, I just I, I agree with Welshie, but I don't think Kyogre. Unless I don't, I just don't see Ange Dalton Kyogre for no for anybody. anybody. If he's, as long no. as he's fat and we always been brought in just to. I said learn his trade a bit you for maybe six so, like Kyogre is the same as Callum Mack in the squad. I mean, you're not going to be dropped if you're fit, you're playing. That's the. Uh, would, would that be the same? Right, well, that's, that's, what I say, well, aye, that's what I'm saying earlier. Mm-hmm. For, for the front three, uh, for me, it's the wingers. The wingers mm-hmm. can get chopped and changed. But Ange, if Kyogre's fit, he's going to be playing as far as I'm concerned. With Ange's, just with my, for Ange's being danged, you know what I mean? That seems to be his way, sir. It'll take a lot for Kyogre not to get in the team. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd have to have a, I mean, I, the other thing as well, let's see if he does have three bad games. I'm just not excited to say you're trapped. I'm going to put him back in and say keep going. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, moving on, Wilgie, what's your thoughts on... I know we touched it there, but it's come up in the live chat again. What's your thoughts on Bar in, in, in Scotland so far? Run by hun bastards. Next question. <laughs> Straight. <laughs> it's it's farcical, though, isn't it? You know, you know, don't get me wrong. I, 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 was, I, was, I had a big bet running the day that I needed Chelsea to win by half time. I didn't think that was a penalty. I agreed with VAR that time. And, and my, my thing with VAR is, it's not about getting a decision go your way just, just because you got one. It's, it needs to be right. That's mm-hmm. my point. That's exactly it, Welshie. That's my mm-hmm. point on it. It's not you know, about whether it, whether it goes your way or whether it doesn't. It's whether it's the actual right decision. And I, like, I, mean, like I mean, I don't... The penalty I don't last their, week. I don't watch their games, but you see it on Twitter on the clips and stuff all the time. And it, I mean... All right, the penalty they got yesterday. But that, that tackle with Raheem Jack, what was that all about? Shocking. You know, and, and it's, again, I don't, I don't care if they get fifty penalties and we get none if they're all the right decisions. That's exactly what I see as well. You've got Stephen Coyle, Welsh. Did you're saying you didn't think that was a penalty today, right? The one last week that 
went for his. I don't know anybody that thought that was a penalty. That would be a penalty. No, big Aye. Aye. <laughs> so, but but the, fact, the, second one, the second one was more of a penalty when he was on the ground, when Ambrose was on the ground in the past. Yeah. I've seen them give a real button to turn, see one's yeah. the one on the ground for me. Yeah. Which made it, which made it a penalty. Penalty didn't hurt him. Neither, neither one of them last week received a penalty. No, definitely not. Def- we, should, we didn't deserve a penalty last week. Today's one was quite obvious. The guy hits it with his horn, puts his horn behind his back to go all fucked. But, you know, that's... Well, that's that, that, that the same penalty against Paris. It was, yeah. Uh, but you're but you're not even that, Mark, if you look at it today. Like your question you're asked to ask is how can the referee think that, how the referee gives the first one which he thinks is a penalty? Which, which clearly the keeper gets a punch in the ball. And then there's a, nat- a natural coming together. It's just it's just going to happen. And he doesn't give the second one. Like, he doesn't... He, the, where your man puts his arm out, he doesn't give that as a penalty. It's, it actually goes to VAR, basically, go, you need to look at it. It's a clear penalty. Aye. But he, he has no problem giving the first one, which isn't a penalty. And he misses the second one, which is a blatant penalty. So you'd be questioning the referee, like. If he's not seen it, that's fine. And that's what Vaz Vaz there for. Mm-hmm. There was the... Was the Regsworth match, Mark, uh, down in Scotty Sports, the father Gallagher, he actually came out uh, with the Kilmarnock game, right? And he said that sometimes in a rest match, if he knows he got the first penalty wrong, he tried to even it up and not give the second penalty. So that could have happened last week against Kilmarnock. You know? Uh, I, I, I think things like that they kind of play yeah, a part I've heard a few ex-referees saying that before mm-hmm. if they've missed something like that and you think they've missed it they'll try and even up if there's one later on but That's again it's what Welsh says but that, uh, it's what you're saying Welsh it should be that it should be the right decision at the time mm-hmm. whether, whether it's for your team or after mm-hmm. your team at least you know you're playing a, play, a fair playing field the trouble is with some of these penalty decisions, well, a lot of these penalty decisions and, and the, even red card decisions, they're still coming down to your opinion. And it's one, yeah, the, it's one, taking the, too long. The, the ones that get me are when VAR make that decision on an opinionated decision where the referee should make the opinion. If he gets it wrong, he gets it wrong, but he should make that decision. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. I've, I've said that all along for VAR, well, she... Yeah. It's always yeah, part of the it, it should be the referee that's making that call. Yeah. As, soon as, as soon as there's a bar shout, it should be the referee, should be right out of that screen to watch. When it first came out in England, you always knew that when the referee went over to look at the VAR screen, his decision that he made on the pitch would usually stand. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it might be. But it's, when, but, but it's when there's a decision that he's waiting for and VAR go play on. No, that's wrong. Get him to look at it and make that decision. I should. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Was it Tom Boyd that said it the other week? It's as if Bar's refereeing the game rather than the referee. Andy Walker said it, and it was the first was time it? I've agreed with him in fucking years. That what annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it's like. It was one put the other week, Paul, and you actually saw the referee saying, "Oh, it's no mad decision." Yeah. 
And if you come away from it going, well, I can see why he didn't give that, or I can see why he gave that. Well, you know, that's what it comes into, in my opinion. Aye. It, 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 you know, if it's Stonewall... It's, 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 it's like, see what you're saying as well. Aye. It's like, see what you're saying as well, saying as well, well, see, I look at Even down to the referees, it does come down to, like, their, their opinion. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's, if it's a penalty claim, you see, how many times do we say to each other, oh, I've seen them give, but I've seen them no give, so you can't really, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? But, and that's but Aye, so this is their opinion, but no stone wall, blatant things. That it's just you even brought up that tackle for Jack yesterday. That fucking shocking tackle in any. I mean, they're all going daft on social media about Fabinho's tackle today in the Liverpool I've been, game. I've seen that was a terrible tackle. Even even he was shaking his head five minutes after with a penalty well done. He should have been sent after that. Aye, definitely. Uh, do we have the end of the season? Uh, 
and he came down there. It was him, Fiona Connell, and Darnell Fisher. So I think that must have been about, must have been about ten years ago. Before he maybe before he went to North County on loan. Yeah. Went quiet, will she? It's only now you're like, oh, what a guy. You know, like Mark, we were on about. Well, she went quiet there. Who were you saying? Gone, is he? He's still showing up his own, but he's not. Yeah. Talking. But, but we just move on. Like Mark, we talked about Scott Brown being legends. We talked about. Legends of Celtic, like 400 appearances, he's still playing. You know what I mean? Like, he's given it all, isn't he? Calamac, isn't he? For Celtic, oh, he had a chance. Like, this is the thing I love about him is because he had a chance to go abroad, Mark, and he wanted to be with Celtic. Do you know what I mean? You know, he wanted I, it. You know, he's knocked his melt in for years to become the to become Celtic captain. And I, uh, uh, for me, I tell McGregor definitely 100% a Celtic legend. You used to remember, Paul, this is a young boy that's living his dream, like. Yeah, exactly. His, his dream might, his dream with the greatest sake might not have been to play with, we say, for example, like Leicester or Leeds or Tottenham. His dream growing up was probably all I want to do is I want to put on the hoops. I just want to play with Celtic. That's all I want to do. And clearly, clearly, McGregor, yeah, and clearly, clearly to Callum yeah. McGregor, but clearly to him, it's not it's not necessarily about money because he could have gone and got a lot more money elsewhere. Yeah, thank you. Goodbye, here, Welsh. Aye. Aye, I thought you said bump me or something there. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You, you were talking about Cal McGregor coming down and then you just went quiet. Oh, that was probably waffling. You're right, Pierce. You said plenty of chances to go. A player like McGregor, I mean, I'd, honestly, I think Cal McGregor could play for mm-hmm. in any any top team in Europe. I really do. I think he's that good an actual, just he's, the way he kind of fit my brain works. I think he could play for any of the big teams in Europe. But from the state of Celtic, I'd, I'd he's not going you have to. You have to admire it, Matt, don't you? Really? Aye. Do. And he's not going to go anywhere now. Do you know deserve, what I mean? Deserve your captaincy. That's the big thing to say. Mm-hmm. He earned that. Aye, that's what I said there, Welsh, when you, get, when you were off there. Aye, he's worked hard all the years to get where he is, to be the Celtic captain. You can't, you, you just, you can't, you can't fault the guy, can you? He's a driving force in the team, like. Well done, there's Foxy coming on, I think. Hello, Foxy, bud. Turn your camera off, mate. You don't need to put your camera on. Right, I don't know what I'm doing. First <laughs> <That's laughs> time. How are you doing, guys? I don't know what I've ended up doing. Right, camera off, that's me. Yeah, no, I mean, I I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, Cal Mack's just the driving force behind the team. And as you listen to Ange when he says about it, I mean, I I stay near Cal Mack. And during the pandemic, he was out every day running, unlike another person who stays near him, um, Mr. Griffiths. And he's just, the man's just a machine. And he just loves the club and he gets it. And I think Mm -hmm. for the fact that he gets it, he just, inspires and it seeps into everyone else at the club. Uh, you can tell you can you can tell that he's took care of the Scott Brown mantle, hasn't he? He's well absolutely and I think we talked about this on the in the chat and everything before it, Mark. At the end of the day, I mean, we all thought Scott Bruni would be a big miss and personally I thought it would be a big miss. And I I'm saying this to my wife the other day we were talking about it. And I can't believe that we've managed to get somebody as special 
into slot into Bruni's role. And Bruni will say that. When you listen to Bruni going on about him, I mean, there's stuff on YouTube about it. And I think, you know, we probably don't appreciate how fortunate we are to have somebody like that that can go in and take that mantle. Because let's be honest, it was big, big shoes to fill. Yes, it's always like sometimes you see big players, but when they take the captaincy as well, Foxy, they can't handle it. Do you know what Great. I mean? They can't handle it. Of course, as he said, Derek, he's taken it on. And we, I don't know what, you, you can't replace a person like that within the squad. You know, just what one person brings to, us, to, to a squad. Do you know what I mean? He's, what you were saying there, Terence, he's, you won't realise how big a last Callum McGregor is until he finishes playing with Celtic. Mm-hmm. And then you'll realise how big a golf in the team. Because he's 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 just he's just an unbelievable player, like. He's literally as you said, it's like he's just you can see him, he's always the one if Celtic are kind of struggling a little bit, he always is the one that grabs the ball and drives forward. He did it last year in Ibrox when they were struggling a bit. Because they, it was involved in the first goal, he, the guy's just the guy's just an unbelievable force, well, and he just keeps going and going and going and going and going. He he never looks like he's going to stop. Like well, look look at look back even the sorry sorry on you go. The biggest compliment you can give Callum McGregor, he's different to Brown, and that Brown would get stuck into people getting their faces and stuff. But McGregor leads by example in the way he plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's, he's he's first and foremost he's a football player. He, he he wants to go forward. He wants to do the right thing. And he gets everybody going that way. They just look at him. Let me stay, let me stay, Welshie. Oh, exactly, let me stay. Both, I mean, both. I mean, Welshie, well, you're absolutely right. I mean, look at the times we really, like, look at the Aberdeen game. We're desperate, we're in a bit of a hole. We just don't know how we're going to get the ball in the net. And Calmac just pops up, sticks the ball yeah. in the net. We win. You know? You're taking the ball. Like, someone just have to come back from a big injury that time as well, Foxy, do you know what I mean? And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's why I think Ange says, um, Paul, that, you know, at the end of the day, and if you hear his interviews, he said, you know, I don't have a set team, but Calmax plays when Calmax fit. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's one for you. Uh, if Tierney had stayed, would McGregor have been made captain? I think oh. I think McGregor was always going to be captain, I think, no matter who was there. There were like two... Two pieces of pod going forward with the Celtic way, weren't they? I just thought, you know, that would have been a competition there, and who'd have got it? That's actually ah, a good. That's, that's a very. That's a very good question. That's a very good question. And and you know the thing is, I I I think possibly not. And I think it might have been the wrong decision. No disrespect to Tierney, but I, I think it might have been the wrong decision. But I think I you think, might be right, Welshie. You know. I think I think Tierney was always going to leave, wasn't he?
I fear for the summer, for the transfer window to open the summer, for Celtic to keep hold of these players. But, I, but, but that, Paul, that, do you not that, feel a bit more confident? Sorry, do you not feel a bit more confident that we've got a man in who now kind of gets the whole process? I mean, look at him today after the after the final whistle. I mean, it's tremendous. He gets the whole process, and if people want to move on, he says that's fine. You want to better your career? I'll get someone in, and he just, you know, it's. I think Mark said a few times in the, the, the chat, it's the whole, and I, I know you've harped on for years about this, Mark, but it's the whole, you know, oh, no, get the... Get no, no, I mean, I mean, you're right. I don't mean that, but I mean, you're talking about build the structure of the club. You were always saying that. That's what, that's what I mean. I mean, complimentary, actually, even though it probably doesn't sound like it. <laughs> you build the structure of the club so that no person, no one person is is irreplaceable. And you've, you've always said that, you know, a director of football or whatever. And, and, and that's the way so that when someone leaves, someone else slots in. And I think Ange gets that 100%. Aye, and that works. And the problem we've got is, in my eyes, is, 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 and I don't agree with you there, Paul, because I think the way we're going, we'll, just, we'll be a revolving door of players and the, the system will stay the same and it'll be the same. And say, the other problem is if Ange goes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. If, if anybody dangles that carrot to Ange and he takes it, then that stops everything. I caught putting all our eggs in the Ange basket. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I, but I think he's real well, she, I think I, I think it would need to be something really, really extraordinary for Ange to even consider it. I mean, it's like they were talking about oh, would Everton look at him. I saw Hugh Keevans wrote the day that Everton didn't go for Ange because Darv will beat Aberdeen in the cup. How we came to that conclusion, I've not got a fucking Scooby Doo, but that's what Hugh <laughs> Keevans said today. <laughs> but, but even at that, I mean, it's like you go, say, say even Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea's a revolving door down there as well. Mm. But Chelsea come in for Ange and says, hey, we'll give you mega millions to sign as manager. We'll give you this, we'll give you this money and that. Right? It'll be just like every other Chelsea manager over the years. He's only a few games after the sack. Plus, he's no get it's the control. Would Ange get the control that he's no, got? No, I, think that's, no. I think that's the main thing why why he loves yeah, it because mean, he has that control. Aye, I mean all the big teams in England, all the all the no, all the big teams, all the teams in England work with like directors of football and stuff like that. Every team's got them. I mean, even Leicester. Yeah. People say Brent, Brendan Rodgers couldn't work with a director of football. But he left Celtic through the back door. He go and work with one at Leicester. Okay, yeah. well, I, wait, do, I do get wait. the impression we had that it's a legacy thing with him. I don't think he's driven by money or no. anything else. He's he's 50, I mean, he's 58, 59. You know, well, she's past so, that, so, isn't it? So, so if he comes in, so, so, so to him, it's, it's see next season, when it comes to next season, the Champions League and stuff, no matter how good or bad we do, as long as he can look at the board and go, well, you backed me and it's my fault or it's no my fault or it's my, my reason we've done well, then he'll keep going. It's it's when the board... I, I, don't, I don't think he'll leave us. I don't think he'll leave us. I think he's here for the long term to build and build and build. It's when it's when there's things put in his way. Could you maybe Please. see him then, will she, like, Rebel 86 has said, hold on, Ange will stay. Will we get another year? But could you see maybe Ange stepping up to that more senior role as a director of football, what we're talking about when he retires at Celtic? I think he's already doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, that... To him, it's, as, long, as long as you leave him in charge of the football side of things and let him get what he wants within the reason. You know, it's, it's always, you know, 
if you go for a player and this player's twenty million pound and say it and say no, you can't get it. Well, he's, he's got to understand that. Do you know what I mean? But if he's gone for players that he wants to go for, and he understands the budgets and everything else. But as long as as long as if we do well next season, we get the money coming in. As long as he's he's getting to spend whatever budget he's got and he's he's happy with that, then he'll he'll keep going. Here's here's the thing, just for 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 an interest. Does does anyone? I mean, I like to see clips of him in the training ground. And we've not had a manager for years that's actually done that, goes out and trains with the players. And if you see him, he's always out with his wee notebook and he's writing. And I think that's a good thing. He's a manager. He's a football manager, isn't he? It's, 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 it's like old school, isn't he? But do you know what I mean? Well, she's telling them, say, I don't go in the training ground because mm. the, the, you know, the assistant well, manager, the coaches, the coaches report back to me. You know, and I'm not saying that makes him a, a, diff, a, a better manager or a lesser manager. I'm just saying personally, I mean, I'm, I'm 60 this year. Personally, it's something I like to see because I think, yeah, I think it's good. What's that? It's, it's, it's kind of old school, Foxy. It's kind of old school. Yeah, exactly. You know, he, he still enjoys exactly. like, it's, a, it's a man who still enjoys his football and he still wants to be out there no matter what, if it's training. Yeah. I mean, you even see him at the B games, man, mm-hmm. don't you? Do you know what I mean? He's out in the B games. He's out watching right. them. He's out watching their progress. You, you hear all the managers complaining about how about uh, about the the management side of things, but it's contracts and all this kind of stuff. It takes it away and stuff. Straight away, he says, "I'm not that type of manager. I'm a football manager." Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's been straightforward with that the whole time, hasn't he? No I don't think contract. he ta- I don't think he takes much to do with actual. Contract talks and stuff no. and such and that. Do you know what I mean? But because he didn't understand it. Saying. I think that's what Stephen's saying as well. That we're benefiting because we've got a football manager. We've yeah, got exactly. A manager, haven't we? And it is massively windows as well. He, he does the I'm not friendly with any of the players kind of thing, and he tells his story about how when he went to his first job, he to sack his best pal or no renew his contract, etc. And I think that's a great thing within a club. Again, I'm no I'm no getting it, but. You know, it's like, you know, you can't be the manager of a public self who can be friendly with some of the players and friendly, not friendly with others and have your favourites. And I think it's great. I mean, have you ever listened to him getting interviewed? He says that the seat beside him in the plane is the death seat because he doesn't <laughs> talk to him on the plane for about four yeah, hours. Yeah, I think he says as well, Stephen, was about uh, Jack Amakis, who's obviously who's referring to me, he's like, about, about game time. He says, you don't get game time, guaranteed game time at a club like ours. You need to yeah. earn it, don't you? you don't exactly, yeah. Exactly. I, I, I think he just... I mean, Welsh, you're obviously like me. You're, you're dying in the wheel, etc. As, as are we all in, in this podcast. But he just kind of seems to have... You know, we identify with what he's saying. It's like, mm-hmm. the, it's like you know, I, I don't... You know, I mean, I thought when he came out and said as well, I don't sell Celtic to anyone. If they don't want I to feel, come and I, play I, for I this... I feel like I'm cheating on Ronnie with Andy. Because <laughs> 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 I, I feel like I'm cheating on Ronnie. Aye, 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 I feel you've been well, Shay. Did you want to come in there, Terence? You just wanted to say something. Yeah. No, I'm just saying as well what the lads are saying about all about and the way he's managing. But, like, there's a massive uh, massive thing has to go as well towards Michael Nichols. That he, like, if it was Peter Lawwell that was in there, it, might, we, it mightn't be Pastacoglu still there. Because Michael Nichols is letting Ange run the football side and he's running the, the financial side, if you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, yeah, and like, he, yeah, exactly. you know, you're not you're not hearing about Michael Nichols. Whereas, whereas we would have always heard that it was the, the infamous the Ivan Tony one where he was there and Law or Law will try to make it a million less. Or the lad, the Italian lad who landed in Glasgow and he got to get back on the plane to fly back over. So these things, these things.
Cogs wouldn't wouldn't pasta, if Pasta Cogs was there and and Lawa was there and these things were happening, he'd be gone. He'd be long gone. Mm, Whereas obviously the, you, you know Michael Nichols, Michael Michael, Michael, Michael Nichols and him have a great relationship, and obviously he mm. knows. I do the football. He does the finances. He does the contracts. And when we come together and we talk about transfers and everything else, and you every time you hear Pasta Cogs talking about, he goes, Michael Nichols is doing everything he can do for me. He's doing his for me. Everything I'm doing for me to make sure that we get the players that we need. He's doing everything. He's been brilliant. We've had a great team. And that's and that's a massive part of it. That there's unity across the whole board. We, but if it's Mark Lawwell there and it's Pasta Cogs who's got his sports science guys in and there's Michael Nichols there. So and they've got all they, and they're they're working together as a team fantastically well. And there's no one individual of Paris obviously Pasta Cogs the obvious one for all of us because he stands out as the manager. But not the way Lawwell used to behave. You you don't hear Michael Nichols, so he has to take huge credit for it as well. That there's a, it's it's smooth running across the board, and everything the Pasta Coglu wants within reason, he's getting like. Yeah, but also I think he's a, I think the right terms, but I also think he's a realist. I mean, he doesn't say. I mean, I was talking to someone the other day, Celtic support, and he's young and daft and stupid, right? Mm. And he's saying, I don't understand why we can't sell sign someone like Haaland. And you're like, really? You know, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, you know, I, I've watched good Celtic teams, bad Celtic teams, mediocre Celtic teams, but I can understand why we don't say someone like Haaland, you know, and, and, well, and you well, think, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you, exactly. But a lot of those, well, a lot of those young guys as well, though, have have never grown up watching Celtic lose. Yeah. They've only ever watched Celtic winning. Like they don't remember Celtic in the for Gargan's sake in the nineties. Where it was where they were they were struggling Jerry, continuously. Move on, move on, Jerry, move on. I'm only just I'm only just I'm only just saying it though, Wilson. Do you know what I mean? These guys are watching Celtic no, when they no, were you're right, you're when right, they were going I, mean, I, I remember I think we all remember going when there was fifteen thousand at Parkhead, you know, and thinking, yeah. shit, you know, how bad is this going to get? But we still stayed with it, you know. Oh yeah, and that's all, that's all those young guys. Who Wayne Biggins was? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Wayne Biggins. Mm. Hey guys, I'm going to shoot. I just thought I'd join in with you because I've, I've always tried to support you and everything. It's been good talking to you. I'll see you. I'll catch you probably Wednesday night in the chat. So look after yourself. Keep keep doing the good work, guys, and and take care. Okay, have a good week. Thanks very much. Cheers, guys. Bye. Thanks very much. Before we go, moving on to Wednesday game, uh, I hope. Have we not spoken about Toby yet? Wait till Toby. Wait till the League of Ireland starts, right? Because the Toby is going to be called Celtic Rooms TV. The Toby Progress podcast. You're actually one. I tell you one thing, Wilson. You're some shit star. You've gone on about Turnbull, and now you're going on about Toby. So so man, boy. Jesus. Uh, Next one, we're going to vote here. <laughs> I tell you what, I, 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 I had a right good laugh when I realised he went to coffee. Couldn't be a written that. I know, you <laughs> couldn't have. You, couldn't, you really couldn't have. Like, you know what I mean? They don't kick. Do you know what I noticed as well when I went down there? Uh, I, sh- I should have left on my clothes and I jumped the fence to take a selfie with him. You know, that didn't go down well with the police or something. <laughs> I, I saw that, Paul. I saw that picture. Yeah, I, 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 a, young, a, young, a young female has jumped the fence to hug Toby. <laughs> and then they didn't oh. get the car, but then they talked to the transgender or something. Oh, that was a, a long haired young female. When does the League Island start? Yeah, when does it start? Time. Next two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got, you've got the end of February to get 
to get a selfie with Toby if you're never, never allowed to mention him on this podcast again. Does it say take from the stage, from the stands, like, and just no, 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 you need to get down. It's a no, 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 you need to get down. It's a no, 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 It'll just see a wee guy with a wee man bun with one of the senses. Please, can I have your top? Toby, Toby, what is it? Toby 9.9 sign or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a good one there on, on Twitter. There. So there was a fella, uh, he was video camera, he's trying to you know to take a picture you know, on the beach, you know. And there was a, a brownest woman walking up the left and saying, You see the far? No, no, Alan, a bit more to your left. A bit natural <laughs> left, a left, and there was a woman walking past him like it was fucking brilliant. Like, <laughs> don't change the subject. You need to, you need to for, your, for your actual incredibility, Paul, because it's if you don't, it's just creepy. It's a bit creepy too. Like, it's, uh, it's, 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 I can put it on a bit of boy for years on the internet, and you're not going to go and get a I'm fucking ready with that man, but I'm off. <laughs> I thought that fucking country was just like I thought he was living in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> you live in a barren order, you live in like a hundred yard barren order from Bobby. Fuck's sake, he escaped Celtic to get away from Paul with Tim, now he's got Paul's Take now at the minute, mm-hmm. but yeah, you can't see any result other than Celtic. You know what I mean? 
especially at home, which is which is the big thing as Mark said there. Away it's different, but once it's at home, you expect something to have the three points. Mark, would this be the right game to maybe as you were saying there more in the windows as always like maybe for his physique, Haksabanovich in this game, a bit of hoist as well. I want to see how Sabanovich get yeah, on the team Paul. I do, yeah, I do, because Kevin was talking about that in the live chat today. And we, he was saying, I don't know, like he, he has his doubts about him and things, but like, he, he's had a couple, a couple, of, injuries, yeah. a couple of injuries in that, Paul, but I mean, well, look at look at Moy, Arden Moy. That's a player everybody's kind of, mm, what we're signing him for. He got off to a bit of a ropey start and he's, He's coming out onto a game. He's been one of our best best players in the last couple of weeks in that. But I think again, Paul, it's just this. Sometimes players take a bit of time to bread into the team and that. We've seen yeah. Haksabanovic. We've seen the kind of player he is. So I, I think I would give him a start. And, Do you know what? You know Wednesday. what you're saying about Moy there. Do you know what we're actually seeing of David Moy, Mark? Is David Moy football David brain? Aaron Moy, surely. Aaron Moy, sorry, is is his football brain? He, 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 he can read the game, though, can't he, Mike? Can't he? Is that Alistair Johnson? That's, that's Alistair Johnson's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, you're, you're lucky I can't put pictures up. <laughs> 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 they don't go any further, Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped here, we're live. We're you know, but that I think that's what we're saying of my mark. He's experienced in the game. He's he's football brave to pick out a pass and stuff like that. Like that pass today was unbelievable. Like, the World Cup did him the world again. Yeah, exactly. He's in a intense training camp at the World Cup. He's played a few games. He's come back full of confidence, and he's hit the ground running. See the World Cup. See the World Cup training camp now. Well, that will that will have helped his fitness levels. Hundred percent. He said that he hadn't played. He hadn't played for so long before he joined us in that but I mean as I said I wasn't too impressed with signing but it's one of these signings that it's, it's turned into a kind of positive for, for pennies literally we've laid out pennies on him kind of considering the transfer fee or anything like that and I, he's, I, the first, I he's, he's the first start now he's the first start right now I would say I cause O'Reilly's my beauty for him but I think if O'Reilly was playing at his peak, he wouldn't, Moy wouldn't be getting the game time. He was well. saying there today that O'Reilly has the most shots and goal in the league. Ah, uh, he's scoring. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what. I think that's really what he needs, Mark. Isn't it just a goal? You know what I mean? But take the yeah. pressure off him as well. Matt yeah. Riley came. Matt Riley came in for his first game. He plays straight away and he stayed in the first team. Coming out of the first team, also doing many harm. He's twenty-one year old. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. That's what people are forgetting. Well, gee, his age. Do you know what I mean? And what and and the step up he's made to Celtic. Do you get me? You know, right. you know. People are writing them off. But it's but it got through these lists, like don't they? It also boils down to the fact that it's it's, it's we're we're not a team, we're a we're a squad. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and different players will come in and come out. Like say, oh, say we know the nailed on like Carl Mack and Carter Vickers and Kyogo, but we're a book name. These players will have changed. They'll not do them any harm. Like I say, I ask a man if he's, well, get, he'll get his run. He'll get his run. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think he'll be comfortable Wednesday night, Wednesday? Me? I, listen, the way I look at Celtic is upsets happen in football. But there's not a team in the league that should beat us. 
Mm-hmm. And I just that's just my thing with every game. I expect us to win every game. So I'm not saying we're gonna win every game, but I expect us to win every game. Especially at home, I know, because it's at home, it's kind of. I mean, you don't get me wrong. You, you win tonight, night time. It's cushioned in with rain. It could be different factors coming into play. Some players have an off night. Things happen in football. It just that's how it happens. But if it's a case of talent against talent, we win that game. Simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, then I think, do you think that does done now uh, in the transfer window? Or is it more so players going out than coming in? I think there'll be a couple of players going out, Paul, but I don't I mean, be surprised if somebody else came in. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody, I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> I thought he would have mentioned it, but somebody I know met, met John Collins the other day. And according to John Collins, I said, it's going to be a, a loan signing. Mm-hmm. A loan signing would probably make more sense than a permanent signing. Striker, Marco? I don't, I don't, he did, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. He just he met John Collins the other day and he was talking to John Collins and he said, we're playing about it and John Collins says, oh, when he's maybe a, a loan signing or that will come in. See, January's hard for transfers as well, but when you look exactly. at us, but yeah, but you, when you look at us, we've got the speech after these boys in last uh, January, and then we brought the boys in this, we've, you know, we, and we brought players in at the right times, and go, and we've obviously got the ones Andrew wants. I think he, he, he likes the day's business in January. Uh, it's, it's like, do you help bed the money in that well, shouldn't you? Yeah, but you're bringing players into a winning team, so it's no like they're bringing them in to make a difference in time days from. Drastic in that first six months. It's bring them in, bed them in. So it takes the pressure off them then as well, don't it, when she, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think there's an element as well, though, for the Japanese lads. I think their season is slightly different. So they, when it's the summer months, they're in their middle of their season. So that's why a lot of times I think they don't want them to come over. So as well, opposed to, as opposed to that's why they get a lot of them in January, I think, when it's their 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 season is finished. So Being his, his targets, that's helped the whole scenario, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Big time. I mean, that, see, see the thing about it. I mean, we're talking about like players leaving, and see, even, I mean, see, even just just fans came in the way we spoke about the signings and how the business has been done in that. Would you actually panic if anybody left? No, no, no. Do we want player Mark? Do we want player Mark and Andy Vickers? Me, just I know he Carter Vickers is well known in football circles. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it when he came to us. Yeah. No, no, when when he came to us, I couldn't believe his age because he's a name that I'd known knocking about the English football. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Carter Vickers played the season last year and, and well deserved. If he was going to leave us, that was last season. There's not a chance he's leaving this season. Not a chance. I just think. Because knows as well. I don't, I, no, I don't mean I don't mean in that, I don't mean this one day. I'm not talking about in January. I'm talking about even come the summer. Even really, if Carter Vickers went for twenty five million, well, she would you would think we built? Oh man, that's a big loss to the team. But no, I trust the process. Aye, that's exactly. Yeah. Aye, yeah. I'm confident that Angel will be like, oh, well, we'll just go for him that we've been watching for the last. I think Angel has got players in mind for. We've no sign Johnson on a panic because no, yeah. no, you're no. that's been planned and it's been it's been you know that's the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's, the same, it's, it's the same with the, the new centre forward. There's obviously 
Giacomacus one has been going on for a while and Pastor Cog was aware of it and he's gone right this fellow wants out Get another fellow a similar, a similar fellow in it was Mark Lalford that brought all the attention of Ange you know you know and when it comes to summer who's going to be banging like hell for Jota it's bound to be mm-hmm. but again I mean Jota's not even guaranteed a first start on their team because he interchanges their positions so as much as I lost he'll be there's other players but what you're saying, that's what I'm saying, Welsh, even if Jota went in the summer, and I, I trust Ange and the team and Mark Will and that to come up with just the next Jota, the new Jota, the new Jota, do you know what I mean? Definitely. Do we trust Dodi Duhan to come up with the next Jota? <laughs> <laughs> the damage we'll do to ourselves is, is, is uh, <laughs> I know you put on the, the, the formula there about a contract and stuff, but it's it's when we're losing these players for a pittance it's going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. If you've got them on the right contract, you get the right money for them, you reinvest and you move on. You keep going, keep going, and that's and that, that's the, I mean that's going to be us for the next as long as Andrew's involved, definitely. That's going to be the the process to keep going forward, keep going forward. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing, that, we, one thing we can say is our, our transfer policy has been absolutely fantastic since he came in. The yeah. structure within the team, like in there, the same the structure between the the whole club, like what Thames is saying there. But Nicholson, Nixon knew he didn't have a football brain and he's letting Ange look after the football size and things. Ange, you know, otherwise, I don't think it would have worked between Ange and Peter Lawrence. We were actually lucky that Peter isn't the CEO anymore, Mark. Are we? I think so. Mm-hmm. I do think so. I mean, I, we gave him pelters, but. I've always said you can't fault Peter Law for the money he made. He's was one is well known as one of the hardest negotiators in Europe when it comes to transfer fees and stuff like that. But it was just when he stuck his nose in just too mm-hmm. much, and that's when it went wrong for Peter Law. You know, I mean, even I mean, even under the time when, when John Park was helping him, John Park was doing a good job, put a few duds, but the majority of the time it was really good. Please, John Park was helping to identify. Once he went the picture, we were. That was when it all went about Pete Pong for me. And mm-hmm. I don't think for a minute Ange would have lasted with him anyway. No. no. Not at all. No chance. He wouldn't tolerate it. He no. at past the card, he wouldn't tolerate someone like that. And that's that's why you're you again, Michael Nicholson face. The fact is exactly. you've got you've got to separate the two. Well, you're in charge of the football, I'm in charge of the money. Yeah. And that's and that's and that's and in fairness, but that's what, that's what I said earlier on, and that's what Pastor Cosby who said himself. Said when I when I needed transfers when I've looked for transfers, Michael Nichols has done everything he can to help me to get the transfers in, and that's all he wants. I think a crunch time will come. You know, when you look at the players we've bought and the prices we've paid for them, it's when Ange turns in and says, "See that boy there? He's a bit more than we normally pay, but he's the one I want." I think mm-hmm. that's when there'll be a see how we act then. I mean, I'm not talking but, about. Being unrealistic, but you know, just a little bit more than what we normally pay. Aye, aye. This boy, this guy will take us to the next level. Yeah, I was talking about he wants to take Celtic to the next level. And I keep saying it as well. Celtic should be. See, what you're saying there, right? We were talking earlier on about Dumbelli, right? If we could get him back, but see, Celtic went out and said, I mean, we went out and spent £9 million on Edward. Right, but see if Celtic went out and said, right, we're going to sign this guy, he's costing us 12 million, 10 million, 12 million pounds, he wants 60, 70 grand a week, but we're going to give him it. And do it, and just, because people, 
we can't just keep holding ourselves back. At some point in time, we're going to have to roll the dice and take a bit of a gamble. Right? And just because one guy's getting 70 grand a week, doesn't mean it's going to peel off everybody else in the dressing room. I never buy into that. I mean, these players no, are... You, you sort your own. You sort your own when you come with somewhere there. Aye. And which, uh, every player at Man United was raging when Ronaldo came back. Do you know what I mean? Every player's raging when Pogba went back to Juventus because he gave me money. I mean, oh, that's not how football works. It's because no, that guy's fucking worth it. That's who we're paying, paying him that. Yeah, Rebel's been to Denmark. He said Celtic need to kind of... Change I've said that for, for years, for years and years. I've said it's not the money, it's not the transfer fees and the agent fees and that that Celtic spends. The wage, that's what holds us back. Well, you 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 said it there, Mark, a while back, and it's a very, a very valid point that if you look at and I I don't mean to use this terminology, but some of the deadwood that's there. Guys that aren't ever going to get a game, and we we had said this that if you looked at if you put together say McCarthy's wage, Iriguchi's wage, Oligard, and maybe one or two others, and all of a sudden you find out that they're combined four or five guys are on forty plus grand a week or forty grand a week for argument's sake, then you're going like, but none of these guys are required. All of a sudden you 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 kind of have to say, well, there's thirty or forty grand that I could put towards. A, a, a top class player and then and then after another 15 or 20 and all of a sudden it's a 50 55,000 a week aye put your cunt up there Terrence and then put that towards like the basic wage we deal yeah and just reduce the squad size you don't have to have 50 guys or whatever it is in the squad if you, do you know what I mean they have, there's only 11 guys can play at any one time you know what I mean I think our squad size at the moment now I think is 26 or 27 I think I think he wants to trim it by 4 so I said those players that you've mentioned there, Terence, would be could be the ones going up to Dormark, Gucci, McCarthy, other guys. We kind of came out and said, didn't it? It's up to them to yeah. find, find a club this month, and I think they will. But if, even if, they, if they're only going out on loan, we'll probably need to still pay a percentage of our wages. But long term, that's the thing about it. Celtic need to spend their wage, their wage bill wiser. I mean, is it still about fifty odd million pounds? That was the last kind of time I. had. Paid any attention to our wage bill. Yeah, I think it's gone down since that though. I think but it's gone way down, yeah. I think it's gone way down. We should just spend spend our actual wage bill more wisely. And we could really, for me, I think we could really improve the team. Because a lot of clubs a lot of clubs sell their see like guys like Mark Wilner that keep their kind of finger on the pulse even Angel, he'll know everything that's going on in world football that he's team that type of guy, but he'll know that our players He's at a club that's maybe struggling to pay his wages and that blah blah blah, and we could maybe get him for a steal. People, agents and that, this is the kind of work they do. So that's when they say, look, so and so wants X player after a wage bill, but they'll want they'll take two million pounds of transfer fee, but he's want he's wanting fifty or sixty grand a week. We're also the type of, we're, we're also a type of club where these agents are going to be sneakily gone because we're a stepping stone in the Premiership. Aye, they're going to be coming at us and going, look. See this boy here, you might only have him for a couple of years, but pay him that, and you'll make money off him. Mm-hmm. Aye, and that's, what, that's the kind of thing that we should be doing, Welshie. I mean, we've said that even, uh, it wasn't he, it wasn't he, oh, no, it wasn't he, oh, it was Cho. He, he saw Celtic as a better option as a stem stone into the Premier League. And that's what Celtic must sell to these players. And, that, and, that's, and that's the reason why we can't stand in Jackamacus's way or Yannick's. And I know it's not to the promised land, so to speak, but it's it's them coming in, doing their bit and moving on. Aye. 
I don't know what kind of money he'll be getting out of there. Is that, if it's that great a pay rise, but even if he's out there getting a, a couple of grand extra a week, I don't know, is Japan nearer Greece than it is England? Like well, I was, I was talking to was a fella um, on the team, he was actually talking about this diamond team, and he was saying that they're not really a club that gives deep wages either, so he was kind of surprised that he was going to go to this. He might just try to be the main man, though. Yeah, that's that's right. That could be hurt. Mm. 29 years, 28 years of age. You're talking about a guy who gets his top score for his last two teams, and he's thinking, why am I not playing every week? Aye. You know what he's thinking? No, you can understand that. 26, 27, 28, somewhere. And I can totally understand that. It's like, for a series, Scott Bain, why is Scott Bain just quite happy to plod along being the number three keeper at Celtic? Mm. You know what I mean? Whereas they have big geo right fair dudes. Maybe this team said, Look, you can wear here. You'll be we're number one striker. We'll pay you. Maybe even it's only an extra couple of grand or what Celtic are giving him the but he's giving him that chance and well, I don't know for the stuff he's feeling. You can't you can't knock a player for wanting to play every week. No, no, you can't well see, I've said that for years. I want chief players on the plane. I don't right. I want them to be unhappy. I want That's chief exactly. players See if it comes out, oh, so-and-so's unhappy, he's not playing at Celtic. Good. If you're not playing, I want you to be unhappy, but you need to start playing better to get into the team. Aye. The trouble with Giacomacchi is... It's resting in your laurels. Giacomacchi didn't do much wrong. That's no. Isn't it? Mm. I, I, I think he deserved more game time. I really do, but... Fair, I mean, I wish him all the best, but... He's just another one of the players that's come in for a wee while and went away. And, so. and, and I think as well, talk, I, said, I mentioned it earlier before about how, how uh, Ange... Good or bad, he'll sit by Kyogo, but he sees uh, he must know that Kyogo's a longer term investment than than Jackamakis anyway. I've said this on the phone, like I've said in the podcast. For me, Kyogo's here as long as Angie's here, and the only place Kyogo again, it's got to be a a life changing thing like Barcelona coming in from Real Madrid, which let's face it's not going to harm. So Mika Yogo's going to be here and then he'll maybe go back to Japan in two years' time. Because he's, what, 20, 28 now or something like that? So he's only young. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it is. As long as Anchez Kyogo's going to be here. I think so. I, I think maybe the market it could be for the, all the kind of Japanese and South Korean players. Like they could kind of be loyalty to, to Anchez. Well, I think uh, Hatati. Who Hatati? No, that's a given, I'd say, what Paul has said, because, listen, would any would any of them be at Celtic if Kostikowski wasn't the manager? No. No, no. None of them would be there, because we, we, with the greatest respect, I wouldn't have ever heard of any of them. I didn't, obviously. Do you, know, do you know something, Terence, as well? You know, the Japanese boys, and the Far Eastern boys, Angie's raised a profile of these boys that are coming and doing well. But you, you look at even the English player, Matomo, who scored for Brighton, they two and a half million. You know, yeah. there's, there's some players over there. I think but that's just was, open. The, the scout network's just going to go. Yeah. I'm getting out there soon. It is because there was always yeah. because, as you said, and that's what that's what it has opened up. And um, when because you you heard everyone like they said the forward centics signed. There was apparently the other crowd, the crowds from across the city were apparently interested in him as well, and all this nonsense. And this team was interested in him. This team was interested. In like it's obviously he played in the World Cup, so he was no he was noticed. But these guys. These guys were, were wouldn't have been known at all because 
again, there was, I said it before, there's a level of, um, there's a level of snobbery. I said, we don't look at players in Japan or, or down here or, or, you know, in these lower areas. We, no, no, we'd always look in Germany or Holland or, you know, the better, we wouldn't, or France, we don't look at players in Japan. And all of a sudden, there's three or four real quality players coming through. There's that lad who played with, is it Alkmaar? I don't know. I think he'd moved now. He was a right back the time we played Celtic and he was dynamite. Mm-hmm. And you know, and all of a sudden, like you say, they were frightened there as well today. Terence Sterling was certainly yeah. they felt got the win and goal there against Liverpool. He was he was very good as well. Yeah, you know, and Arsenal good. Arsenal have a lead as well, don't they? There's a lead with Arsenal yeah, as well, yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 So all of a sudden, the profile is the profile is slowly but surely been getting higher and higher and higher and higher. And it's like like what you said, it's been opened up and now people are taking notice of it, like because you're getting you're getting serious bargains, like. You know what? Tati was one point three million or something like that. Some crazy well, figure like that. Benefits are okay. Avasta, he was the player of the season. We've got him for a million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, I, I think. I think. I think we'll struggle with hood. Keep a hoodie, Hatati. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't have begrudged him either, would you? No, no. You know, and and that, and that's the bit, the whole point of the conversation we were having. See, see, if Hatati says for the end of this season, even we get an off season at him. He's a twenty, thirty million pound player all day long. You know, just, he's twenty, twenty-three year old. The mere I see him, he just keeps. It makes me so much of petrol. That's what keeps me minded. Mm. Just that type of player. He's, do he's we have a player like score? He can do everything. Here's a question well, for you, right? Uh, Clearly, was 22, 21, 22 million, I think, is this? Do we have a player in this squad that's going to go over the thirty mark? Do you think? It's all relative for me, Paul. It's, it's you know, you buy a player for a million pounds. You know, you can't be standing there selling like fifty, sixty million for him just because he's got to England. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that's yeah. crazy, but that's that's the reality of how things are. You know, you get twenty million pounds for a player in Scotland, you've done well. You've twenty, yeah. you've done, you've done twenty times your money, like you know, no, it's, it's, looking at like. Eventually, you, eventually you will, Paul, because inflation is such. Mm. You know what I mean? In ten years' time, Celtic will maybe get fifty million pounds for a player. The, the, the difference. Oh, I'll be. Only go well, she. It's it's. It, I mean, look, Hatati is a perfect example. He's twenty-three year old, twenty-four, twenty-five. If he keeps game, then I he's going to be a thirty, forty million pound player. Whether we get that for him or not, it's a different, different kettle of fish. But if he progresses the way he's been progressing, then he's definitely in that. You, you, you might find it I'm not comparing him like with like but you might find it like a, a Van Dyke style thing where Celtic might get say for example, like 20 million for Tate or 18 million for Tate 20 and the sell on and then Tate goes and he's unbelievable and he goes to someone even bigger and they sell him for 50 million or 60 million that's where Celtic might get the extra money like like the Van Dyke when he went from Southampton to, to Liverpool for 75 million the problem we've got Terence is, is like Arsenal premium club bought Tierney if like Van Dyke went to Southampton, they, they, they want to go somewhere and prove themselves. Aye, aye, aye. You've only got to look at that Casido who's playing for Brighton at the minute, signed for something like a million and all he's yeah. six million. But because he proved himself with one of the before the big boys but, go, oh, we want But, that, but that's, that's what I'm saying, though. That. Unless you're going direct to the big clubs, yeah. then they want that stepping stone, don't but, they? But, but that's what I'm saying, though, which is like the problem is a lot of it is there's a snobbery there. Like most of the top clubs in England didn't think Van Dyke would have because he was playing with Celtic. Oh, he's not worth X or Y Z million. And it's only when he has one season with Southampton rather than oh this fellow's unbelievable because he's played a season in the Premier League, he's worth seventy five million. That's 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 what the problem is like. 
That's what scouts, scouts for England used to say that Van Dyke was a lazy player. That was the kind of football kind of thing. He was, yeah. was lazy, but if it just showed, it was just, it didn't, he can actually put himself 100% into the Scottish game to just kind of cruise it. But Welsh was only 22 at the time, wasn't he? What, Welshie? He was only 21-22 at the time. Aye, aye. But see, but see what you're saying about that, Welshie, that's bang on. They seem to they look at Scotland and say, oh, he's a good player, but would they be good enough for the top level? Let him go to your Southamptons and see yeah. how he does. Know that. I think at some point, the, the Arsenal done it with Tierney, but I think at some point the bigger teams are going to say, well, wait a minute, they've got a good record. And even if we go twenty million for him, what's what's twenty million to Chelsea or Man United or anybody like that? It's nothing. Mm. And eventually, the, the kind of if you keep producing players, if we, aye, see if you keep producing players at that kind of level, you can ask for more money, kind of constantly. Do you know what I mean? You've got a track record. It's like Ajax and stuff like that. They've got this kind of track record. They're doing it. Well, look at Benfica. Look at the money they turn over. Aye. Yeah. We should have Ajax as well, ain't it? Could you think so, Mark? Is that the way, like we were talking about Ange being involved in anything at Celtic? And, and so, could you see Celtic actually going down there with that? We, we eventually start producing these youngsters as well, and we well, sell them on. Because at the moment, we're buying these youngsters, but I think well, that's is that long term that with the B team there. I would like to think so, Paul. Mm-hmm. I, would, I mean, seriously. It's a kind of dream. Celtic fans, we're all, we're all kind of <coughs> a, a bit romantic about the team, aren't we? You know what I'm talking about, you know what I mean? How we'd love it to play and how we'd love the team to be set up. But eventually, I, I mean, we're saying eventually, but let's face it, how many prod, products of our Celtic Academy are in the team now? We've got Ralston, we've got McGregor, we've got Forrest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think fair does Forrest maybe a wee bit or the whole new, but he's been a long time at Celtic, McGregor's here. Maybe Welsh in the squad, I suppose. Welsh, aye. But then, then we've got Boss and Lil coming through. He's getting a, a place in the squad now. So Celtic, they kind of get some players through the academy. It's not as bad as a lot of people make out, in my opinion. No, no. I think, Mark, if you can see... When you've got one player of the year, Paul, aye. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a captain the day, but was it 400 games? Yeah. 400 games mm-hmm. captains came through the club so, so that worked do you know what I mean that worked well we just get rid of him now because he's, that's him he's, he's came through the academy do you know what I mean so fans they keep going oh, but we should bring me out of the academy but we we always bring players out that other teams want whether it's yeah. lower league teams lower level teams and players going to have a good career we've lost players to young players to Liverpool we've lost young players to Bayern Munich so we're producing these players and getting them into the, the actual team and the ideal scenario is, Paul, that you're producing players, like, see the level of maybe Greg Taylor, right? If he came through our youth system, well, it cost pennies, but if he came through our youth system and was playing the way he was, and even, I don't see even Johnson, guys like that, if you're producing players to that level through your youth system, you can spend more on the players that make you that better quality team. Well, like, because it, you're it, not spending on kind of... In a way, Mark, as well, like, you, you can say that we are producing youngsters because... Look, look at the age bracket we're buying players. The bad is young. Alistair Johnson's young. Arash is young. Kobayashi's young. So we're going to be producing these players to the next level. So the youth system is flawed in this country. That's the problem. Yeah. There's no, there's not enough. Look at Vata, right? Vata, Vata looks like he's almost.
almost ready. But mm-hmm. he's too good. He's too good for the team he's playing in just now. But he's not quite there for us yet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they got lost in that. They got lost in that gap there. That's Aye. the problem. Yeah, that's why there needs to be a proper resolved league there when in Scotland. Yeah. But there's been that. There's been that gap in Scottish football, Paul. That's been years. As long as I can remember. I, mean, I, can remember, I can remember. Team, I, I can remember. Sco- I, can, I can remember Scotland was it under 16s getting to World Cup final. I remember that. And the only two players that the only two players that you ever heard of after that was Paul Dickov and Paul Dickov. Christian Daly. Jesus man. But that but that has been the major problem with Scottish football for donkeys years. That's as far as your face, Paul and Denmark, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? They lost something between between that under. It used to be we called it under 21s years ago, but it was something between like that under 21s and the step up to the to the main team. Mm-hmm. Million, we could four years but you know could ring off a wiener players. Someone, someone mm-hmm. needing dinner. <laughs> nice well, she. Well, oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I keep, you sitting eating your dinner on the. But as well too, Mark, is the one thing you've ever noticed as well when in any of the other sides when Celtic are playing any of the other teams in, in the SPL, you always hear, Oh, so and so he came through uh, he was at the Celtic he was at the Celtic uh, Academy. Mm-hmm. They release him, or he was at the Rangers Academy, or this. Or they, they, like the majority, there's so many of the players in Scotland have come through one or the other right. academies, and they just haven't made it. Like, is it Mark? Is it the fellow? Is it McIntyre that's with St Johnston? His dad sure was the the head of the youth academy. Do you know what I mean? You know, uh, Jim Mac- Jim McIntyre's yeah. yeah. boy. You think you think he'd at least get some so chance at Celtic? Like, you know, what do you think about it? What do you think about it? We're trying, we're, we're signing all these young boys and stuff for that. So why would St Mirren? And St. Johnston and all these players, no take out young players who are no getting the game. It's, it's of course, common, yeah. It, it's, it's the right thing to do. Makes That's sense. So Andy Robertson. Mm-hmm. Didn't we let him go, but he was too wee or something like that, meant to be. You know, we had done to Queen's Park. Was it too small, they said, or something like aye, that? Aye. Like, aye. Thing, you know? and people used to say that about KT as well when he was younger. People used to say that KT was, I think that was one of the kind of things, the English teams were scouting him in that as well. He was just, it was, ah, oh, he's too wee, too, too kind of skinny in that, and then he bulked up and went full on Scott Brown. Mm-hmm. That was under me, Lennon, Lennon wanted these players to be weak and physical, like, didn't they? Well, it was Ronnie. It was Ronnie, 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 Ronnie. Ronnie. Ronnie wasn't it? Oh, right. Lennon wasn't well, yeah. in the game. If no, he, was there, he was gone. He was gone. Yeah, himself and Callum Mack was still. They were gone. Aye, aye. Himself and no, I was thinking of um, Dembele. Dembele, Dembele Lennon instructed him uh, to do way. Ah, uh, the young, the young guy. Yeah. yeah. Who is he? Where's that she now? Some Orban fans, Chelsea, it meant how many player, young players Chelsea had, had out in loan the other year? It's mm-hmm. only 90 odd young players. Across the, across the globe, yeah. yeah. So they're, they're, I mean, they're just rolling the dice on the hope that one of these guys is going to end up one day being worth 100 million quid or something yeah, like that. You're, you're looking there, like. Night, night jabber, mate. Night, mate. You later, bud. If, if you're in the academy, the jabber is he? 
Oh, he's just in the live chat there saying he's away. Oh. Right, Who's you that? Good job, but if, if, you're, if you're a young lad, no, Mark, and you're, you're in that chance, the academy and you're saying the multi money they spend, you'd be mad to go as a young person any top team in England. You're not going to guess. I think it's the money, money but, but well, it's really, it's, it's money. I mean, see, honestly, if you might, see, even if you were, uh, look, if you came home for, you came home and said to your mum and dad, and, that, and your 18 year old, off, Chelsea want to sign me and that, but I've never got it done there, but they've given me 40 grand a week for the next two years. Mm-hmm. Your dad's like that, you're signed. Your, your big money's going up, son. Do you know what I mean? Just that, I mean, but that's the kind of money Chelsea give young players. Mm, 30, 40 thing. grand a week. No wonder they don't know how to control themselves. Aye. Like, you know what I mean? They're all driving about Lamborghinis and that, 18, 19 year old and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's, very hard to find, it's very hard then, Paul, to sign a guy after that because if you're signing a guy who's 18, 19 or 20 and he's on, already at uh, on 40 or 50 grand or whatever is the Chelsea and you're looking to sign him and you're willing to offer him 25 grand a week he's going I'm getting 50 grand here a week 40 grand a week yeah, here exactly, yeah, exactly. I need I need I need to be getting 60 grand off you even though they mightn't kick the ball in at, at the Premier League level you know it's, it's crazy like already made it. that's the problem oh yeah they do yeah that's, that is that is a huge oh, problem aye. with it like oh well as soon as you get that kind of money to buy fancy motors and fancy stuff in that. I mean, the, the perfect example is that Jesse Lingard. Oh, come on, that dude. boy is an absolute banger. The only reason that he went to London Forest was, was money. They were oh, lost money that time. An know? absolute sausage, yeah, boy, man. All these players, even Paul Pogba. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul Pogba, Paul Pogba was a cracking player when he was younger. Got a bit boheed at Alex Ferguson, booted at Man United. But, I couldn't, see, apart from playing with France, I couldn't tell you the last time I seen Paul Pogba playing a good game of football. Never played a good, good game with Manchester United, Mark. No, no. It's made to do all these social media stuff and being fucking famous and Instagram likes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I've said it for years. See if, see if I was Celtic manager, see until you've made 25 first-team appearances, you're not allowed to spend your 10 grand in a motor. You need to wear plain black boots on the pitch. You're not allowed a stupid haircut or tattoos. That's what I would do. You know what I mean, Welsh? You know what I'm getting at? It's a bit much. It's a bit much. But you know what I mean, Welsh? You need to have all these wee fandangos that cost their own 30 grand a week, but they just swagger in and think they're the man training and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Make him work for it. Get Tommy Burns. Tommy Burns. There's a video of Tommy Burns brushing the stands at Celtic Park. A wee ginger guy when he's about 17 year old brushing up the rubbish in the stands at Celtic Park. That was the process of your reserve teams and your first teams, wasn't it? Aye. They don't even do that anymore, Mark. So they don't even clean the boots anymore in the academy. So they don't even do that anymore. So they don't clean the boots. Even BJP McBride, he was the boot boy. YTS is on 30 quid a week. Aye, mm. but, but I mean, don't get us wrong, Decano spoiled JP with stuff and that. He used, and here, Decano used to give JP money out his wallet, and VJP used to have to run up down London Road and see all the flags and scarves with Decano's face on it. He had to buy them. Jeez. That was it. <laughs> that was VJP's that was job. 
on a Saturday before the game, he could buy all the daft Decanio merchandise and stuff like that. But Decanio gave JP a backhander, but the BJP was still there polishing his boots and making sure all his gear was sorted and stuff like that. Those are days, like, well, then, you know, yeah, I mean, imagine after the Augustine Keener books, now you'd be up in court for harassment. Aye, I bet. <laughs> probably have got a new pair of boots every game these days. Mm. True. But yeah. I, what you're saying there, Paul, you can't, I mean, can you imagine that, turn around and saying to, like, boss and love, like, but, do you know what I mean, turn around and saying boss and love, like, go and polish your boots for us. <laughs> go, 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 exactly. go, go, Rudy Vats, say to Rudy Vats, but here, I'm going to run out there and buy all these flags in my faces on. Let's <laughs> get on here. Fuck off. Fuck off. Is this a prank? Is this a prank? Aye. Uh, 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 it's it's, 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 it's on social media. You know? It's just to- totally changed days, really. Don't get us wrong. If I had a son or that, I'd love him to be... Do you know what I mean? Any of your kids, do you know what I mean? You'd love them to be kind of involved even at that good enough to even get involved in that kind of life it, these clubs are just throwing money at them willy nilly just to mm-hmm. sing when they're, when they're 15 and 16 kind of thing mm-hmm. I mean it's, it's life changing money can you imagine getting 40 grand or 30 grand a week when you're 18 year old ridiculous boy it's ridiculous really is ah, you probably you're sitting in a house at your mum and dad boat didn't they cost that kind of do you know what I mean mm-hmm. Black National Service, your tough guy, Mark. <laughs> Black Boots, number one haircut, nothing else but a number one haircut, nothing that's highlighting shit or nothing, no tattoos, Black Boots, you're only allowed to drive a Ford, F- a Mark II Ford Fiesta. Jesus Christ, I'd be fucked <laughs> I'd be gone, I'd be boosting up the dog if I played on the new way, so like, Jesus Christ. I turn up the train with a cigarette in my hand trying to hide it from me like I'm in school or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, but just kind of grounding them. It's like a kind of way Alex Ferguson used to do with like Beckham and like the Playboy kind of mm-hmm. people. He kept doing in check. And I think that's, I think that was one of the big problems in football the day is that these young players just get so much so young and it doesn't give them a kind of does they lose their hunger, maybe? Because of the more, they're, they're more interested in their kind of social media life, don't they? And football. Do you know what I mean? That seems to be the problem with youngsters these days, you know? Uh, it's, made, it's made a bit like image and getting sponsorships and stuff like that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Like, it's like one of the boys said there, they think they've made it when they're getting paid 40 grand a week, 50 grand a week. They think they've made it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard, it's, hard, it's hard to argue the point. You know, uh, but... I, I, no, I, that's, t- that's Terence, it's like, it's like a wee man coming home to you in 10 years time and saying to you, oh, dad, I'm going to get, I'm going you know, to play football for so-and-so, but do you let him sign for Rangers for 40 grand a week? Behave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Behave, yeah. <laughs> well, she, how about you? Would, you, would you sign for Rangers for 50 grand a week? Look at his camera. Yeah, big, big moon head. Put your Whoa. camera off, mate. I'm going to get that fucking thing off, I don't know. You're scaring the dog. There we go. Standing on his, standing on his, <laughs> standing on his stick. Lashanya, <laughs> 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 <la
Did you say to us, it's hard, it would be hard, it's hard to turn down, you wouldn't, you wouldn't advise your, your son, your nephew, or anybody to turn it down, but when you're looking at it from the point of view as a fan, it's something that, I, it's something that kind of bothers me that you get so much, kind of so young and then end up nowhere, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's you're not you're not. There's, I suppose the, there's you don't get a level of appreciation of, of what it what it means to get to, to get to that level. I mean, as you said, the Tommy Burns one, led years years ago would have had to suppose as the term has earned their crust. You get a you get a young boy even in, you know, as you said, Paul said there when you were saying ninety guys out on loan from Chelsea. You know, it's it's they're getting they're getting colossal money like. And you know, uh, do they do they really do they really appreciate and understand it? And I said it's very hard for those guys then to go. I get paid fifty grand a week. I'm used to getting paid fifty grand a week with Chelsea, so I should always be on fifty grand a week. I don't know. It's it's a, and they're eighteen or nineteen, and they're ne- and like Paul said, they're never going to kick a ball for Chelsea, like more than likely. Oh, the club let them down as well. You know, these boys are built up on a pedestal at 18, 19. I think they've made it. Oh, it's on there on the scrap heap. Uh, she wanted... She, honestly, right, this is not against the guy because he man, managed the hundred of that. She wanted the worst ones for that. It was Stephen Gerrard. She, she had, had one, the Liverpool head. He knows his family and he's known them for, for all their life and that. And she, the, the way that Stephen Gerrard was put on a pedestal with Liverpool... He was any, any age was it was ridiculous. She even was like twelve year old. You weren't the kind of you weren't allowed to you she like you weren't allowed to kick a photo Stephen Gerrard when he was at Liverpool when he was thirteen. Do you get what I mean? It's full it was just so fucking weird the way that he was treated with Liverpool because they were always scared that some big team was gonna come in and take him away. Well we know what happened when Chelsea came in, we know the fucking gangster stuff and that came out. But Stephen Gerrard was so mollycoddled at Liverpool, nobody could disagree with it. See, as he got older and he got into the team, his opinion, we're talking about, who's wrestling? See, we're talking about Cal McGregor's influence in the team. Stephen Gerrard, no matter who was captain or any, Stephen Gerrard was the, the alpha male in that living room changing room because the club just wrapped him up in his bubble. But whatever Stephen Gerrard said, it was just, that was that. was that. Uh, I say we don't care. Chris Comey shagged his wife. Jesus Christ, I'd be letting go. Oh, oh Annie, he's he not let... your daddy. <laughs> that was a fight in the club, wasn't it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. We let it there for tonight, lads. Uh, thanks, Karen. Thanks for coming Thanks to Foxy for coming on tonight with his uh, good input on Ange and Callum McGrath. Uh, Mark, we closed the show before we get in trouble and we're taking off air. We're the Liverpool gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much, Paul Cairns. Welsh, thanks very much for coming on again, bud. Foxy, brilliant, mate. 100%. It's welcome on here anytime. Just I'll say, put the link out in future and people can just click that and come on. It's it's so easy, isn't it? Well, Shane Terms just to click it. Yeah, aye. That's you know it. what I mean? So thanks again. Uh, appreciate all the support. Love yous all. If you remember, hit the like button. Hell, hell, good night and God bless. Hell, hell, boys, good night. Good night, boys.
This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.